Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What's going on? Nothing. How are you guys doing? Fellas doing, huh? Good, Looking man. good. Bright-eyed and... Bushy-tailed? Bushy-tailed. I couldn't sure. think of it. Snow cone. Looking good. You got a good night's sleep, huh? Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. What? What you I don't know. You just looked like... When I looked up over at you, you were going... Hey, uh, oh, no, I got up early. Okay, Mom Pop's first day of kindergarten. Oh Come yeah, school on August the sixteenth. Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. Is he nervous? He he didn't want to go. He wasn't excited about going back to school. He doesn't really like school very much. But mm-hmm. I, I think once he you know once he got ready for it, he was excited to see his friends. Does he go all day or half day? I believe it's all day. Ugh, mm. all day kindergarten. Ugh. Your kids half day. They did half day, right? But yeah. didn't you say that they could go all day? Yeah, they could. Yeah, well, I don't remember. I don't think they had all day kindergarten when I was a kid. I don't think that. I don't. At least there was not a, uh, any kids at my school that I heard of that were there all he day. He goes to a Catholic school. So yeah, I think, and I, I know that they've day. changed it now too. Some schools have. All I think day, schools started matter, offering yeah. them because a lot of parents, you know, both and it parents might work be and, all day where my kids used to. You know what right, I mean? Maybe they Who only knows? do it all day now. But I was able to. You know, I could stay home in the morning with them. Yeah, and just t- drop them off on my way to work. It was yeah. easy. Yeah, because that's what, when I was a kid, I did afternoons, which was great. Because mm-hmm. I was like, he's not going to want to get up in the morning. And yeah, I just remember right. thinking about first grade starting. My biggest fear was getting up. Mm-hmm. And all the kids were like, "We're going to have to get up. Oh. We're going to have to get up at like seven in the morning." And I was like, right. "Oh man, this is going to suck." And little did I know how bad it was going to suck, and how many years. I mean, it's just when you're a kid, you look at it and you go, well, "This is my entire life." And you're right. It by is. the way, you're right. It's your entire childhood. And not only that, and then you your do. adult life too. By the yeah, way, yeah, then you get to your adult life, and you just ninety percent of people at your yeah. adult life too. They're just gonna, you know, you just got to get up and go somewhere. Yep, and be there for nine hours <laughs> all day. You get an hour for lunch or whatever. A right. lot of people just work longer than that. Drill that into you. Yep, and that's really what school is about. I think it is, is to just break you. It's like breaking a horse. <laughs> it is, you know. And so then, by the time like you get out of high school, like teach are they... the spirit out of you? Yes. Are they? And ready then there's for like this? those few horses that just get away. Yep. 
and do something that they want to do. Exactly. <laughs> they're like, meh. But even when you say that, like, what do you want to be? Like, you know, I don't know. An actor. They're like, okay. Right. Well, what well, do you, we you actually want to do? Yeah. <laughs> right. What do you actually want to do? And that's what right. those, when, you, when you're applying to all those colleges and they're looking at your resumes there, looking at all your grades, it's just how well, how easily were you broken? Right. Right? <laughs> and I know it's easy for me to say because I got bad grades. So this is like, you know, the dumbass saying, well, the kids who got good grades, they just didn't have any spirit. But there's something to it just that it, you were, they were able to get you to follow the rules, listen and play along and, and just do what they wanted you to do. Right. And if you, that's what they're looking for. And that means, oh, well, then go to college. And if you can do that again in college, well, now you can go to your, these potential well, bosses right. I mean, and say, uh, hey, I do what people tell me to do. And I, I the do Sly exactly Stallone what they tell me to do. The was like, you know, college isn't about learning. No one cares if you learn anything. They're no. going to teach you whatever they teach you at work. Right. They're, they don't care if you learn anything. It's proving to them that you'll actually go do something, finish it, yep. put some work into it, That's do it. that for four years. Yes. And then if you do that, then maybe you can come work for me because you'll show up to work and not screw everything up. Like, that's the test. The but test but is, why can is you do college? Because it? it's like, well, I've already been doing this for the entire you know, childhood can, until well, I was now 18. You, because your parents forced you to do it. They were the True. ones who broke you. Now you're the Now adult. we're going to put you on you on your own to make sure that you're, you're, you're broken. You're fully broken. You're fully broken. Then if you prove that you're a fully broken pony, yep. then you can come work for me and I'll pay you nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll pay you nothing because you, you got to learn this stuff, right. man. You you know, know, I know you went to college. but that's like, And then when you get in your first day, they'll tell you, everything you learned in college, forget right now. Yeah. We've got our own training program. It's like, well, why did I go? Right. Why didn't you well, just we, train me? We can't tell you. We'll explain it later. It involves right. horses and breaking them and But whatever. by the <laughs> way, because you went to college, you'll now impose that belief on your children. Yes, of course. Right. This you is what will, you there's do. no doubt. This that is you'll what be you like, hey, do. you got to go to college. If you want to get a good job, you got to go to college. You'll now tell your children that. Yeah. Well, so I will congratulations. say. And we'll just keep raising the price of college. Don't worry about that. It'll be so expensive that. How much do you want of this? What, the money that you make because you got a degree will no longer be able to afford your children to go to that same college to get a degree. Like, what is that? I don't know. That doesn't even make any sense. It's so weird. We're going to get you a degree that pays you this much money that will then not allow you to afford to send your child to that same college that you went to, and yet you're just going to debt to do it. Yeah. Like, wait a second. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? I heard someone, I don't know if this is true, but I heard a libertarian guy on TV talking about college tuition. They must have been talking about the loan forgiveness stuff. But he was saying that the reason, one of the main reasons colleges got so expensive is that these federal loans, they didn't cap how much money they would loan you. So Mm -hmm. they said, I guess it used to be capped, I think he was saying. And then they said, okay, well... You know, we won't cap it. If they get the grades or whatever, we'll give them the loans. And once they did that, these well, schools were like, hey, the these kids can get as much money yeah. as they as they need. So let's just raise the prices. And they kept raising the prices. Text I don't know how true that is, but that's what he was saying. He sounded a lot smarter than me, at least more informed on the subject. I thought, well, that's interesting. I wonder if that's true, that it was just as simple as you know, them saying we're not going to cap it. Frogs in a boiling pot. Yeah. I saw this. It was a post. I don't know what social media platform was on with somebody in college and and they had a textbook, and they, the textbook was like 150 bucks or something, right? Cheap and one. It, it had the yeah. price on it, and you know it was. And so they had peeled off that sticker, mm-hmm. and underneath that sticker, it said, "This book is not for sale. This book was written by these people and given to the university that you are getting it for free." Okay, <laughs> like it said it on the front. They just covered that with a sticker and charged right. you 150 bucks. The right. person was like, "What is this?" Yeah, that's cheap. Yeah, that right. would be cheap for a new book. I remember yeah, going like to the bookstore. Bucks. You're looking for the used ones, of course. Yeah. But if they don't have a, the, a used copy of it, 
and they tell you you have to have the book for this course, then you got to spend the four hundred bucks or whatever it is. Racket. It's right. such a racket. It's such a racket. I'm like, I'm already taking out loans to pay for these classes. Right, I have to have this book. You telling right. me that these classes can't have a book ready? And just say, hey, you know, you guys paid tens of thousands of dollars to go to school Seriously. here. Here's a book. And by the way, I don't care if they say you got to leave the book in the class. Right. Just leave the book in the class. Go home and use the internet, and we'll give you a password so you can log into and this read book. the books. Right. <laughs> right. So you can access this book. We'll no, make sure it's I'm going to need you to have that hardcover bounded book. Right. That you What's carry the justification? Around. Like, how could you possibly no idea. justify it? No idea. Especially and with the internet. And how do you have the balls to put that sticker over it? Right. Well, and then how do you have the balls to say, I just but paid 600 bucks for this, it, but I need to sell it back. Front. This should not be for sale. <laughs> right. And then when you go to sell that book back to the bookstore, they say, okay, you paid 500 bucks for it. We'll give you 40. And then they sell it used for 200 or whatever. It you know, makes no it's sense. It's like selling used CDs when you're a kid. You're like, well, I got to take it to them, I guess, because I don't know who else is going to buy my CD right. collection. I know they'll buy it. They're just not going to pay me very much. to the source. Yeah. So you could try and find other students. Are you going to walk around? Right. Like, anyone need See this dinosaur building? In? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, I only did it for a sense. year, but I was shocked by the whole thing. Just like, this is never ending. Because you know going in, all right, I got to get these loans. Because I didn't have any money. So I got to get these loans to pay for school and to pay for my housing and all that. Once that was done, I was like, okay, I'm good. But you're not because then you still have to buy the books. And then you still have expenses. But the thing is, you're going to school full time. So, you know, the amount of time that you can work is somewhat limited. So sure. you're donating plasma and doing all that. And that's when the military guys come along and say, hey, yeah, the give you 600 bucks a month. And I'm like, you got it, buddy. That sounds <laughs> right. good. I mean, I was out there like, all right, come talk to me. Let's and see we'll which one of you has it's the best offer. It's actually a good offer. deal. It is. I mean, yeah. the Air Force offers you like get killed. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, the downside is you could get killed. Yes, that is That's the what downside. they sell you on. Like, but come on. Right. Chances of that. And you're like, mm, chances. Higher if I didn't do it. I mean, if I do do it than if I don't. So. Yeah, but no. Their they, selling point now should be, hey, look, with all the school shootings, just about even. <laughs> right, exactly. Just about even. Yeah. At least you're armed. <laughs> right, you'd be good protected. Boy. At least you're armed. You need to be the good guy with the gun. Right. Somewhere <laughs> out there, a recruiter has said something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. They're like, well, I school. don't want to get shot. I'm like, well, don't go to school. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, more of a chance of getting shot at any one of these public schools than you do in any one of any one of our conflict regions. Any of them. You probably got a better chance to be, be safe there. Honestly, I still wish I hadn't chickened out. I mean, my mom called me. So the day that I was supposed to sign with this guy was September 11, 2001. Wow. So he was supposed to pick me up. Wow. And I told my parents, hey, I'm going to join the Air Force Reserves, whatever. They're going to pay me this much. I need the money. I'm, I'm donating plasma. I, you know, I, I can't live like this anymore. And I, so I was going to do it. And I, I kind of thought about joining the Navy before that anyway. My dad had been in the Navy. I was like, maybe yeah. I need to do this because I'm not so good at school. But the Air Force guy had a better sales pitch for me. And I was like, okay, I'll do this. It's closer. They're going to pay me a little bit more. He said the food was better. I know that sure, was one of I've his heard pitches. That's true. And I was like, all right, I don't know. Like, obviously, I'm not going to be a pilot because I'm an idiot. So, what could I possibly be doing in the Air Force? It would be dangerous. I don't mm-hmm. even know what they're going to have me doing. As I'm older now, I've met people who are in the Air Force and they were on the ground doing stuff. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, but so, not really. Not really. I mean, so, you're sometimes. You're pretty far away and you're fixing planes like the Marines so they can in the fly over and drop bombs on people. You're pretty exactly. far away. Usually, usually. It sounds like a lot of them were on a base somewhere mm-hmm. most of the time. But. Yeah, certainly safer than being in the Army or the Marines. Yeah. But I, my mom called me on September 11th. Did you already sign with that guy? And keep in mind, by the way, that day, as everyone's watching this on the news, there are guys from my dorm, because it's a right. men's dorm, who are now walking out of the dorms, and they're all getting together to go sign up wow. for yeah. the military because they were feeling patriotic. Yeah. And here, I was supposed to do that that day. And I'm like, closing my door. Hoping <laughs> the guy doesn't come look right. at me. Because my mom said, don't do it. She's like, you know, we're going to go to war. And I'm like, oh, I'm sure they're right. probably like, you know, hey, man. During peacetime, yeah, we really we, wanted we to slam. Exactly. But now, we're good. We got some, right. we got some of these guys, these guys coming from the con. We're going to go ahead and <laughs> right. jump them to the front of the line. That's exactly right. See. <laughs> <laughs>
The Church of Laszlo. So I watched that. Well, I didn't finish it, but yeah. I watched most of that thing you told me to watch. Oh yeah, the uh, the new Untold. Yeah, uh, the which Belgo is story. I get confused about the sports documentaries on Netflix because there's more than one, right? Right. You've got Untold. That's the one we're watching. Which is uh, that's the one that I really like. Yeah. That's the one that they did the Man Pistons Tai-Tao. and Man Tai Teo and yeah. So Malice in the Palace. Right? Yes, exactly. And then this one is Johnny about. Uh, I, which, by the way, that app annoys me because you told me Lazo texted me and said, "Hey, there's a new Untold." I was like, cool, I don't even care what it is, right? Like, mm-hmm. let me go check. And he told me it was about Balcon. I'm like, what the hell? It's about is it the steroids? What? So mm-hmm. not like something I'd be super interested in necessarily. But I go to Netflix, and it's not even telling me that it's out. And as I'm scrolling, it's like trending now. I start scrolling across. And then, like, you know, the sixth or seventh one down, untold. And I'm like, shouldn't you just tell it. me that's that there's a new it. untold? Yeah. Why are you showing me a movie that's been out for 10 years that you've already been advertising? That's how I found it, too. I had to scroll through it. But I wouldn't have noticed that it was out if you hadn't told me. But, I wasn't all that excited to watch it because I've seen all the documentaries about Belko and yeah. the steroids and, you know, Conte and all that. But there was, was some new information. It was good. It was interesting. I felt like... You know, so they, they talked to the guy who ran the whole thing, who, who owned it, owner, operator, founder, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, his whole thing seemed like he once he learned about it's interesting because this guy just seems like kind of a hustler, a guy who's out, you know, a yeah. businessman who wants to make money. He's not a doctor or anything, no. But he decides, oh, you know, what I'm going to do. I'm going to start taking blood samples from athletes and trying to figure out what deficiencies they might have, what kind of supplements they oh, might this need. Guy. I know this guy. Yeah. yeah, Vincent Conte. Yeah, and then okay. started making supplements, like legal supplements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said they were legal. I believe that they were yeah. legal, just like stuff that you could actually probably still buy. And then eventually found out that, you know, the people who are winning championships are all on some sort of steroid. So then it became, all right, how do I make a steroid that's untraceable? In dr- and I thought maybe the most interesting part of this whole thing is that he found this uh, chemist – to help him make this stuff, because imagine that you you say, all right, well, we think we've figured out, first of all, this is a, a big hurdle, to find a drug, a performance-enhancing drug, that won't show up in the current testing right. you know, that they do. So, all right, I don't know how you do that when you're not a doctor, scientist. I know you got other people working with you, but then you find a chemist who's like, all right, well, we're going to have to make these drugs, because it's not like we can go to GlaxoSmithKline. And the chemist he found was a bodybuilder. A bodybuilder who they called right. the, the mind, right? <laughs> right Isn't that yeah, what they called yeah. them, or brains, something like that, because he was so smart? And so this guy is like using, he's mixing, taking birth have, control and different drugs and, right. and, and doing things with beakers and making new drugs. Out and of they're him. like, you should take this. And then some of the evidence they have is like from him, like, hey, you know, this stuff, will, it'll do this, this, and this. It won't show up on the test. Not sure about the dosing. You're going <laughs> right. to have to play around with that. He's like, man, play around with it with Marion Jones. Right. <laughs> right. See right. how she does. Yeah, they, the first big thing that he talked about was they came up with this. Uh, but that runner steroid. was like, he told him, "I'll take it all. I'll take anything. Yeah, I want to win. Kill me. Yeah, I want to win." He said, right, "I, I want to win. Die. Kill me. I don't care if I die." Yeah, he's like, "All right, I'd rather be a champion. Put this stuff underneath your tongue. See what happens." So I'm like, that you won. stuff, that first stuff, I don't remember what they called it now, but it was sublingual, right? You just put it under your tongue, a few drops, and they said it increased testosterone and all the stuff, and didn't show up on tests. So the guy, the the owner, the Conte guy, he tries it. Like, right. So I started taking it. I was like, I felt great. And then they show pictures of him just jacked. He starts getting jacked. He's like a middle-aged guy who plays bass guitar for like funk bands. Right? Yeah. That was his job before this. And so he just looks like a normal guy. And then you see him starting to get a little bigger and a little bigger. And he, at his age, when he shouldn't be getting a, yeah. a little bigger and a little bigger. And I was like, man, where do we get that stuff? Why From can't, him? Why can't this be a free country where they say you have to sign this thing where, where it says GlaxoSmithKline says that this might not be so healthy right. for you and that we don't really know the long-term effects and it might kill you? Okay, sign it. Because, well, you do that. It's just with prescription drugs. I know. It's so not, why can't these be prescriptions? Vincent Conte can't get a... He, he, 
He doesn't have GlaxoSmithKline behind him. I know, because he can't, because they can't make it legally. Right, exactly. Because for whatever reason, these things... Now, you can get like certain types of testosterone and hormones, mm. but I don't know. It seems like it's fairly limited. Look, these guys, these gals, they were taking the stuff for quite a while. They're all alive and okay. I there still was cream you could put on it. There was cream, yeah. The, the drops, that cream so, stuff always... I was like, man, how does that work? Right. It, like, just a cream, and they would just rub it on their one arm, and yeah. then like, okay. What's the, the the term for that? The kind of medicine that is absorbed through the skin. There's a term for that. But the drops under the tongue, the first thing, which looked like they were also continuing to use for a long time. Right. I was like, well, that would be amazing. A couple drops under your tongue, and then your testosterone increases, and your you know your energy goes up, and your just everything. He said he felt better right. immediately. And I just think, why can't we get that? Right. I why, mean, why can't we just get that? Why can't he, they say, okay, uh, make it? You know, one of the things, at the end of it, he's, you know, driving a Bentley. Yeah, I saw the So Bentley. he went to jail, he's still driving a Bentley. And then that runner goes, you know, they can put him in jail, they can take away whatever, he's not a doctor, they can do whatever they want to him, but the one thing you can't take away from a hustler is the hustle. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, I make, uh, you know, pills that people can take. Now, and, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Just doing that again. Yeah. Which... That's like Bernie Madoff, he had to control the honey bun like stuff in prison, like immediately. Oh, really? Is oh, that yeah. a true story? Yeah, he took control of the honey bun market that. in prison. <laughs> no. Like immediately, like overnight. <laughs> Just give me some money and I'll give you five today mm-hmm. and four mm-hmm. tomorrow. I didn't know that. That's funny. Because he got, he, is he still in prison? Yeah, he's for life. That's right? what yeah. I thought. I thought it was for a long time. Like yeah, honey buns are life. currency too, man. That's yeah, what it was like said. within a week he had taken over the honey bun market. Cra- I love packaged baked goods, not honey buns. Oh, well, you know. Really? Yeah, I don't like them. They taste funny. I'd, for sure. I'd rather have the donuts or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's a weird thing that I don't totally understand with the honey bun. I've just never been a big fan. But watching that documentary about steroids, every time I watch something about steroids or we talk about it, I get torn. Again, because I see that they show the images of Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco when he was at his biggest, which always makes me laugh when he was at his yeah, absolute like, biggest. He looks like a comic book hero out which there, he then he just hits one over the He's wall. just a giant, and it's this little teeny baseball bat, and it's just like, boink. It looks like a, a, a giant right. plane with, with you know human toys. Uh, and you're like, all right, that's he's comically big. And Mark McGuire... I mean, he, he, he so, grew so. in front of our eyes. Barry Bonds gets big, too, Barry Bonds man. got big, too, for sure. Mark McGuire was the one that we saw those before and after pictures playing for the athletics. Right. He looks, you know, a little bigger than me, maybe. And the next thing you know, he looks like Mr. Universe. That was drastic. But it was fun to watch. And you oh, still have right. to have no, skill to hit the ball, you know? But I don't... I totally understand. We don't have to go into this again because we've talked about it before, but... I don't I love the idea of saying, okay, you guys are going to have to take whatever drugs you can to win because then that's a rat race and it's probably dangerous. I understand right. all those things. But, I mean, if these pitchers were on drugs at the time, how do we know? Yeah, but I think there's just some guys who didn't do it, and so they get cheated. I don't have a real problem with it, but I think, like, you know, if you go back to that year, you know, the Sammy Sosa, Martin McGuire, summer of whatever, mm-hmm. 98 or whatever, chase. the home run chase, you go back to that, the first three or four months of the season, Ken Griffey is in the lead. People forget that. He's in that home run chase for a long time until it's towards the end of the season and his body gets tired and he's not hitting as many and he gets to 58 or something. Well, he wasn't doing steroids, so his body wasn't recovering at the same time. The natural. Right, so the person who gets hurt in that, it's not the fans. The fans don't really. The fans fans loved it. Made baseball real popular for a couple years. I watched baseball. Exactly. Exactly. It's the guys who don't do it. Yeah. The guys who don't take it. They're the guys, right? I totally get that. I don't, I understand why. Think about that. Last year, Aaron Judge broke the 61 record. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Think about how much of a big deal that would have been. A Yankee finally beats the Yankee record all-time home runs if it wasn't for steroids. Yeah, it was. It would have been a giant story. It was still a story, and they broke away from yeah. stuff to show it, but it wasn't the story. No, it was. It wasn't like McGuire and Sosa chasing it. It no. would have been Aaron Judge's chasing Roger Maris. Yeah. 60 years later. Yeah. What a story that would have been, but it just wasn't a story. I mean, Aaron Judge gets cheated for that. Right. No, I I, I get it. You're right because it, it was a big story, but it was definitely nerfed a little bit because of because it wasn't the, the home run it record. Wasn't, it wasn't some people's minds the home run record, right? Right. So I, I guess I, I mean I get it. Again, every time we have the conversation, by the end I'm like, all right, yeah, they don't they don't need to take drugs. They should drug test. I get it. Okay, fine. But can we get that stuff? Because I mean, right, no one's competing like against me. No, right. Why can't I get this stuff instead of getting uh, steroids from someone who's like, yeah, I gotta get this stuff from Mexico. It takes a while. That doesn't sound safe to me, right? But mm-hmm. if you got some pharmaceutical companies, and my doctor's like, look, I, I cannot recommend this. Really, right? I, I don't know what it's going to do to you long term. You certainly don't need it to be healthier. And I'm like, yeah, but I just want it to feel better. He's like, all right. As long as I sign something that says, right. yeah, I know well, that I don't need this. Well, you could probably call Victor Conte. I'm sure he's got something for you. What I should do is there are a lot of legal safe things out there that I could do. I should go to your place because right. I, just watching these guys, like, you know what? I've watched those commercials since I was a kid. You see all those guys like, hey, man, are you 40? you starting to feel a little bit tired. And now that I'm 40, I'm like, yes, I feel tired. Like, <laughs> right. just don't have the energy. No, I don't think your sex drive is down. Yes, my sex drive is down. All those things. Right. Like, yeah, well, you need to do something about it. I'm like, I should do something about right. it. I should go to the low T center and, and just do that. I know. But because I, I think part of it, too, is that you forget how much that stuff can help. Mm-hmm. You know, in your mind, right. you're like, oh, well, you know. But does it really work? But then when you watch people who do this stuff, and they're, they're looking at their blood work, they're seeing where their de- deficiencies are. The other are thing is about that, better. at least with those types of things, yes, but they're also putting in the work. Exactly. That's, like they are working out. They're not just taking that stuff, putting it underneath their tongue. No, and hoping to get big. And just like, man, I'm going to be huge and smash baseballs. Like, right. that's not, it doesn't work like that. No, no. It's, like those guys are working out. It's not out. a home run drop. Right. It's, it's that just runner a, was taking the drugs, but also just running constantly. Yeah. And working on it and working on it and working on it, he just had an unfair advantage. But it wasn't that he wasn't working as hard as the other guys. He was. He just got a boost. Yes. Got right? more the out of himself. other guys didn't get. Marion Jones got a boost that the other women didn't get. Yeah. But but he did say that all the people in the Olympics. So eight out of the 12. Yeah. Were, in, were, in the race that he wow. won, eight out of the 12 were juiced. Wow. Yeah. I don't, he won. They had, because, of, you know, they got caught. Yeah. So... Like the that's the other thing. What about the fourth? The guy who got tenth. Right. He's, he's like you. I would have gotten first. <laughs> right. I was the didn't, first. Didn't, didn't Lance Armstrong say like it was like if you went like down to the first person who wasn't doped, then the first. Yeah, place I think the guy first was guy like, was like a Russian guy who got a twelfth or something. Yeah, yeah. something. Yeah. Really like yeah, everybody else who beat him, that guy's got to be like because well, that was my thing with Lance Armstrong too. It's not, but he didn't look like Mister Universe. The other thing we have to remember when you do those, like you're probably not going to get the world record, but you may still have won. Yes. You know, that's the thing. Like, to me, it's the records, you know? Like, Barry Bonds would have been a Hall of Fame player, whether he juiced or not. It's the records. That's the, And baseball's really about records. It really is and a the lot sport of sports that are. takes. Right. But really about, you know, you know, I don't have to ask you. I can, who's the all-time sack leader? Right. That's a, you know, good point. I don't know. It's, it's, you know, but, you know, I got a few guesses, but I'm yeah. not positive. Yeah. And I watch a lot of sports. LT I mean, some guys run, you know, Reggie White, I think. Okay. But um, who's the all-time home record, run record? Judge. Barry Bonds. Well, right? Barry Bonds. Right. right. You know yeah. what I mean? You know that. Yeah. And so I think, 
you know, well, who would he be? We all know, you know, the story of 61, 61, and 61. Like, all those numbers in baseball. It's a stats people, game. People really take it seriously. Yeah. And the so, Olympians are trying to break records too. They want to win are. gold, but it's they a big deal when they break records. records. It's, right. He broke the world record. Reggie White's the all-time sack leader. There oh, boom! Go. I nailed it. But um, I think oh, I'm sorry, Bruce Smith. Oh, he beat him, huh? Reggie From the White, Bills. Re- Bruce Smith, 200. Reggie White, 198. Hmm. Interesting. There you go. Hmm. Um, Not have guessed that. So I think those are the things that you know. I'm not saying that Lance Armstrong wouldn't have won. Yeah, I don't know. But those records, That's when thing. they beat those records, and the other part of that is, what about a guy like Barry Bonds is out there playing for years and years and years that he shouldn't play? What about a guy in the minor leagues who can't get in? Because Barry Bonds, because Barry playing. Bonds is still there. That's you know, he's the well, you're never going to play here because Barry Bonds is still here. He's you know, seventy hitting fifty six home runs a year. Like, well, okay, right. But I'm not juicing. If I juice, I'll be able to hit more home runs than them. Should I just do that? Yeah, that's where it gets. I get it. I know, and I always end up same place. Like, okay, you can't take steroids, I guess, but that doesn't mean that I can't. That's all I'm saying. Get get me some steroids. You're right, and it doesn't mean they should that their that their record should be diminished. Yeah, I think that. I mean, it's something. Lance Armstrong, I believe, believed in health and cycling, and he was Lance Armstrong was obsessed with perfection, right, and being the best. And I believe that he was obsessed with. Mm Healthy eating and exercise right, and all those things. It, it wasn't right. just I'm going to take this like you said and I'll be a great cyclist. Right. That wasn't it. I believe he was probably the greatest. Right. And they should just in the baseball hall of fame. They should, like I said, this you know when you walk in at some point in it where you're going to you know the 90s, just you know have a thing. The 90s were a steroid era. Steroid yeah. era. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's it. And have a story about what. This happened. is when it was fun. Right. <laughs> and then before that, they could have the dead ball era. Like, yeah. you know, the ball yeah. was more dead. So, you know, the, like there's all these different eras. This is the juiced ball era. Like, they, they have all these different eras of things that changed in baseball over the years. Just put it up. Like yeah. the baseball and then put era those guys in, yeah, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Right. And just have signs like, hey, when you look at this, make sure you know that this was going on. It's a representative of the world and the time that we were in at that time. You have the World War II era. Like, you could be like, hey, this guy had this many records and these types of things. And also left for three years. Right. And flew a plane and right, was in war and then came back and played again. Like, explain all that. Why were we yeah. so afraid of our past? Like, you can't erase it. It happened. Yep. And it was a, a part of the history of the United States, which is a part of the history of baseball. So just explain it. Yep. And then, like, you can decide. Like, here, you think it's, uh, you know, if you think it's Barry Bonds, this is what happened when he hit those home runs. You think it's Aaron Judge, this is what happened when he hit those home runs. You think it's, you know, still Roger Maris, then okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. But here's what was going on during those times, and just explain that. That's what gets me. I feel like the white air should have the biggest asterisk, you know? That's the one where it's like, right. uh, yeah. just keep in mind. Right. Yeah, they they never played against guys black who would have kicked their asses, right. Right, they never played against black people, so, so they were like real good. <laughs> right, so I think if we had high-def video of these games, you'd be underwhelmed. The Church of Alaska. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. What's going on, man? Oh, I know you're going to have opinions about this. Okay, good. I like opinions. <clears throat> this is from NFL.com. Mm. I mean, you know, football's, I guess, mm, here, yeah. right? I mean, they're already. it's so weird to go to the website. And across the top, they've got this the little ticker, and it shows everyone's record. But, you know, it's preseason. Yeah. And you're like, God, I can't believe that it's here. I mean, Bond Pops in school. Your kids are starting school. It's, yeah. It falls around the corner. And in Kansas City, for like the last two days, it's been like 75 degrees. I know. It's been nice. Football practice has been unreal. Yeah. It's going to get really hot again. Know, but you're starting weekend. to think like, oh. So this is great because it's the top 10 quarterbacks going into 2023. Top 10. Did we talk about this yesterday? No, we talked about, uh, I think we talked about uniforms yesterday. Oh, okay. Uh, we have talked about football a few days in a row because it's, it's every everybody's day, talking about yeah, it. Yeah, there's right. a it's lot a of people talking about it. You got hard knocks on. Right. Uh, uh, you know, Nick's on vacation, and I know when he comes back, it's just going to be football nonstop. Yeah. And on FS1, they're just talking football basically all the time. Uh, so, top 10. Now, you can kind of guess who the top three are. But when you start going down the list, you go, all right, well, who do I put? Who else? We well, got Mahomes and Burrow, right? You, right. So you think, is it you think Mahomes racing? number one? Well, yeah. we'll get there. I'll start at 10. Okay. Dak Prescott. Okay. They say that you, he says here, setting aside his league high interception total, 15 in 2022. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Dak Prescott has been an above average quarterback in his career. He gets a lot of flack for falling short when it matters most, with Cowboys making early playoff exits in the last two seasons. But I think we'll see a more confident and rejuvenated Dak. In 23, uh, with Mike McCarthy taking over the play calling. Uh, So Prescott knows there's an urgency to get it done, and he thinks that uh, he'll be better this year. Number nine, this is one that surprised me where they put him, Aaron Rodgers. But maybe you think number nine is a good spot for Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. I'd have to see who's who's ahead of him. Exactly. I'm curious if you're going to think some of these other people should be ahead of him. Now, he says here that it feels weird having Aaron Rodgers this far down. He said, but he's coming off a down year, and he's transitioning to a new team in City. And, uh, you know, he'd already complimented uh, retirement, right? right already, yeah. So we didn't even know for sure. Um, and I haven't watched any of the Hard Knocks stuff. I don't know that much about the Jets other than that they were a little better, yeah. right? I mean, they, they were, look they're moving sure. in the right direction. And so, you know, Aaron Rodgers sh- shouldn't hurt, I wouldn't think. No. I know he's almost 40, I mean, he's but be better still. Than what they have, that's for sure. Yeah. So they're talking about with Nathaniel Hackett being there and Aaron Rodgers being there, uh, that this could be, um, you know, it could be a good year, but it's the Jets. It's a new team, so they have to. He puts them down at number nine because number eight, Trevor Lawrence. And I can't remember what your thoughts are on Trevor Lawrence. Now, Nick loves Trevor Lawrence, yeah, right? Yeah, he does. I think he's a he's going to be another Aaron Rodgers. So you think he's going to be a choke artist? Well, he's going to be good, though. I mean, he's going to be good. Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. I just don't see Trevor Lawrence winning Super Bowls. So you think he's going to be really good in the regular season, 
Yeah, I think he can win some playoff games. And then he might even win one Super Bowl or something. He's not. He's not, not going to get a generational. Okay. So he's number eight. They've got Deshaun Watson at seven. You think that's fair to put Deshaun Watson in one we'll see. spot ahead of come back from all of that right. trouble? But I mean, he certainly was before that happened. Okay. And, and do you think that seven, like maybe he Probably. should be higher than seven? Yeah. Or the, okay. I have to see you again. Number six, Justin Herbert. Okay. Herbert. What do you think? I think he's there somewhere. I mean, if I had to guess, I mean, you're like talking about your top five. You're like, you know, that's what you get to. You get Mahomes, Burrow, Jalen Hurts. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. I mean. Herbert. Trevor Lawrence. They got Herbert at six. Okay. Trevor Lawrence. They got at number five. This is the one that I think might be controversial in this room because they've got Lamar Jackson. I think I might rather have Justin Herbert or even Trevor Lawrence than Lamar Jackson. I think so. Don't you? Yeah. And I certainly, I mean, yeah, I'd rather have him more than Deshaun Watson. Right? I mean, I, I get that. But five, I don't know that I would have put. I mean, who cares what I think? But I wouldn't. I don't think that Lamar Jackson is necessarily better than those guys or that no. I would want him over those other guys. No. Five is a high spot for him, is all I'm saying. I think, I think he's good. Yeah. But I'm I think there's you. all these things that come like with Who's it. in front of him? That's well, what I was trying to go. do. Jalen Hurts is number four. All right. I would put him three for sure. You'd put him if at number not three? two. Okay. So Jalen Hurts at four. Josh Allen above Hurts. I put Hurts. Jalen Hurts above I Josh Allen you would. for sure. I figured you would. And I've actually heard people complaining about Josh Allen now they've started talking about football again that, uh, you know, the, the Bills had their chance. Yeah. You know, he's he's and kind he's, of whiny. I think and, he's a little bit less than Aaron Rodgers. I okay. put Aaron Rodgers in front of him. Okay. And uh, so th- I've seen a lot of people picking, you know, the Super Bowl picks and or just predictions for each team. And there's a lot of people who are down on the Bills because they feel like their best days are behind them and they miss their window of opportunity. Right. Because of Patrick Mahomes. Okay, so number two, then you can guess. If Josh Allen's three, who's number two? Burrow. Burrow's Burrow. number two. And then Mahomes. And then Mahomes. Yep. You think it's fair to have Burrow at two? Is that who you would put it to? Yeah. He's yeah. good. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, th- yeah. I think that's – those. the top two are easy. It's not a stupid list. It's not no, crazy. I th- feel like the top two are, are easy. Mm-hmm. Most people would say Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It's not like he had this I think the top three are easy, though, a little different than that. I think it's, you know, Mahomes. I, I, and then Burrow, the mix between – And then Hurt. And right? Allen. I mean, okay. Hurts, yes. And yeah. then Allen, you know, he's back there. For, I think Allen and Herbert and Rodgers and all those guys are the same. I would, I they're would, all kind of that upper echelon. Lamar Jackson, they're like, all right, I, you know, yeah. depending on the season, who knows. Which one, some of you, you're going to be good, but whatever. Then Mahomes you're not one of these, you're not one of the, you're not, you're not a Hurts, Burrow, Mahomes. Right. You're not. No, I would think that. Well, if you told me, you know, Tua would be better than Lamar, I'd be like, if he had, if you told me the end of this season, Tua will have better start, better stats than Lamar, I'd be like, okay. If you said Deshaun will have better stats than Lamar, I'd be like, okay. If you told me Trevor Lawrence would be better than Josh Allen, okay. Yeah. If you told me Trevor Lawrence would be better than Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and, and Jalen Hurts, I'd be like, well, goddamn. That's, that's what surprising. So, <laughs> yeah. right? Any of those other ones, after you get out of that number, of one, two, three, you probably have like six guys that you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. I, I and you could surprised. even tell me like, you know, some of those guys would jump through. I mean, I know people are going to hate me for it, but you, you could say, if you told me Jared Goff would have a better season this year coming up than Lamar Jackson. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. Right. Exactly. You know, if exactly. you told me Matt Stafford came back healthy and the Rams played much better and had another Super Bowl. To, okay. Yeah. You know, he'll have a better season. Matt Stafford will have a better season than Trevor Lawrence. Okay. okay. I don't know if he is he hurt? Is he not? Right. Okay. Well, they must not be hurt. Yeah. And Cooper Cup must be back, right? Like, okay, it's not like 
All those guys are kind of just in that same thing. No, honestly, I just didn't know if they would put Burrow at two or Jalen at two. Yeah, I would put Jalen Hurts at two. But. You would put, you'd say you like him better than Burrow? Right, I think he's pushing Mahomes. Okay. I don't think he's better than Mahomes. I think he's pushing him. Well, the only reason I even bring these lists up these days, well, we wouldn't have talked about this eight years ago. I wouldn't have been like, hey, who do you think the best quarterbacks are? Right. It's just because I know. When I see the top <laughs> 10 quarterbacks going into 2023, I'm like, mm-hmm. So let's see who they've got below our boy here, huh? Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. And look. And I think Burrow's pushing them, face. too. I think he could, but. And I like Burrow. I, you I don't do. like him. Oh, you do like him? Someone does like Oh, Brooke hates him. That's what it is. But she just hates him yeah, because. Yeah, I hate him and Cincy, too. You do? Yeah. I mean, look, I get guy. it as a, as a rivalry, but I do you wore a shirt I that kinda, said, sorry in advance to the AFC Championship. I get it. That's yeah. fun, though. That's fun. I, yeah, but okay, yeah, but I like, I like that stuff. That's he, fun. You know, he's brash and, you know. Yeah, I kind of like him. I, it's I think, fun for the sport, but FM. I'm yeah, but I, sure. I get you. But, but I, I don't think, hate him like that guy. Like, I don't like Josh Allen. I do like, not I like him. I hate Josh Allen. I think no, he is yeah. a. No, I don't hate Burrow like that. He reminds me of Burrow's good for the sport. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? I think you need that brash kind of guy. Yeah. You know. I, I think the sport can get boring at times. Yeah, I makes think, it fun. You know, yes, I like Mahomes the Mahomes is good the for the thing. sport because of the magic he does on the field, but not for the magic he does off the field. No. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. he's just a regular guy off the field, you yeah. know? And maybe you'd even want him to be a little bit, you know, more he's off the careful. field. But he's, he's careful. Just, yeah. He's fine. He's, he's a nice you know, kid. Nice guy. Yep. But he's just friend. awesome on the field. You know, Burrow, you know, he's great on the field, and he just talks a ton of smack. Right. He's the kind of guy you like to hate. Exactly. And he's the sports a good, need good, that. Yes. You know, they yes. need a bad guy. Burrow's a bad guy, but you're like, he's not really a bad guy, but he is a bad guy. No, he's I, a bad guy. I always imagine, okay, if this guy played for my team, mm-hmm. how much would I love this guy? If Burrow played for the Chiefs, I would love that guy, right? I know. Right. Not as much as I love Mahomes for obvious reasons, oh. but I like him. There are people, though, like Josh Allen, where I go, God, that would suck. You got this really good quarterback. But he just acts a fool all the time. He's kicking right. and screaming and crying and bitching about everything. He's Philip Rivers. He's totally Philip Rivers, and right. everyone Josh knows it. Know this about. I've only seen like decent Dude, things about him, like he, on podcasts. He's kind of funny. I don't know. He you, do you watch him play football? Yeah, he just seems even like in like in practice, he, starting fights with his own players. Yeah, like, yeah, he hit me so hard. Really? He has this weird, okay, has a weird temper, this. like where he just snaps. It's almost like a kid. You know, who just gets angry and they can't control it. I've but never the, seen that. The he just reminds me of Philip Rivers. Looking at the refs, you know. And, and Philip like, Rivers is hey, a good quarterback. Hey, he was he really good. good. Crybaby yeah. Rivers. Yeah. 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 He was really good. Phyllis Rivers, good. I believe. I don't know if you're allowed to say that still, but I <laughs> What, you haven't heard that before? <laughs> I, I think Jalen Hurts is good for the sport. Like, he's, he's the cool. guy who he's you know, lost his starting college job, right? And then went and played for a different team. Like, you know, all of that. He's cool as ice. That dude is just It's good. He's like the underdog story. Yes. You know? He's he's, he's the badass. Like, if you're a college football fan, you watched him get benched in the national championship game. That's pretty awesome. And then to come back and play in the Super Bowl, it's like, okay, this guy, you know, there's something to him. Like they said, he's like 9-1 and against teams over 500. You know, obviously, he went to the Super Bowl last year. You, You saw what a great season they had. He, he's he's legit. He's the real deal. Right. Uh, you need those but, stories in football. But like even the years before, I know the Chiefs didn't win, but I think everybody was rooting. They're like Stafford's going to leave and win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like that was the story. Like the guy who could just never get it done anywhere. Right. Okay. So if 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 I think all he, those stories work, I think Burrow's a good story for the NFL. If Burrow won the Super Bowl last year, then would this list have him at number one? Is better than Mahomes? Do you think? If he beat him, I, mean, I think people would say, say that game. 
Oh, if because he be already if beat him, Burrows right? beats Mahomes last year, mm-hmm. then yeah, I think so because it was already like He'd Burrows already got twice, his number, right, or whatever it was. Burrows yeah. got his number. They'd be like Burrows got his number again. Yeah, like Burrows better. Yeah, that would be the story. How but many it's times? Not. How many times had they beat the Chiefs? Three. Was it three times? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's crazy watching that quarterback thing on Netflix. And you're like, yeah, man, they were. Yeah, let's be I mean, honest. Last we were year scared. Three and zero. Yeah, we were scared. Yeah, and last year was it. That was it. Yeah. but I think because what happened happened, and Mahomes was clearly close. Just, yeah, as a roughing the passer call, right, or mm-hmm. a late hit, yeah. whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, roughing uh, the quarterback hit. or late hit. I guess. Yeah, we would have won anyways, but well, I mean, I mean that late hit was a big deal. It, 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 it that helped. Yeah, that's field goal range. Yes, yeah. that definitely helped quite a bit. Yeah, I'm with you, Snowcone. They still could have won the game. We would have. Yeah, but I'm not uh, saying they couldn't have. No, but but you know, you never know. It was close. Watching that quarter- beat their ass. Mm-mm. Watching that quarterback thing on NFL or on Netflix, I just thought I mean, some of the names that they would throw out. You know, and look, I I watch the Chiefs. I don't miss a game. I'm at mm-hmm. most of the home games. Uh, but it reminds me of Brady a little bit, Lazo. Maybe I'm giving Mahomes more credit than you would. But some of these guys that are catching the ball, you're like, it's not like he was surrounded by all stars. No. You know what I mean? It's like Brady with the three tight exactly. ends. Exactly. And, and I mean, he makes some of these guys, I'm sure, look even better than they are, yeah. like Brady did. But just you hear these I mean, names Tyreke pop up, and you're like, God. Tyreek was the was star. star. Absolutely. He's he proved it in Miami. The best he's wide a, receiver in the NFL, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But when he was gone, and you're hearing these names from last season, you know, so and so catches the ball, you're like, wow, this kind of reminds me a little bit of. Brady getting it done. Yeah. And people had said Mahomes couldn't get it done because he didn't have a star wide receiver anymore. Right, and He's he got did. a great tight got end, right? I think but, he proved it last year for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, he that, proved it last year for sure. The way, you know, I know people, the way Brady did. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like Brady a, be like, hey, tight end. they're like, oh, well, if you had Randy Moss, mm-hmm. well, I got him and I threw for like 70,000 yards, yeah. right? Yeah. We had the best, we lost in the Super Bowl. We had the best team ever. Yeah. Dick, right? Team. So. And then you took him away. Maybe gave me Greg Hogaboom. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll still win a, still win a Super Bowl. Super Bowl I don't care. Stuff. Get out there, Hogaboom. Get <laughs> open. Get open. Craig Hodges and like you didn't have anybody. And people right. are like, oh, he's got Gronk. It's yeah, like three right. tight ends, right? I'd like I won't take that away from Mahomes either. He has he's got yeah, he's got a tight end. He's got a Kelsey. That's what he's got. Yes, yeah. which he's is got, great. By the way, and by the way, Brady and Brady Gronk had Gronk, great, but it's so similar. That ain't Tyreek. That no. ain't Randy Moss. No, right? It's so similar. It's crazy. Because you're like, right. well, you both have these, you know, Hall of Fame tight white ends. tight awesome. ends, right? Tight end yeah, ever, and yeah. then uh, the two greatest tight ends ever. A bunch yeah. of names that we're going to yeah. forget. Honestly, I mean, right. if you go back and watch the previous seasons, I'm like, oh god, I forgot that I guy know. even played Fire here. And Pringle, <laughs> right? Pringle, <laughs> <laughs> Pringle catches the ball. I'm like, oh my god, right. who the hell is that? Pringle. <laughs> you That's know, true. when they're there, you're like, I think this guy's going to be good. It's right. your team, right? Like, right. no, look at his record. I think, oh, right. he's got a pretty good resume. So, I mean, I love it. I love that he's doing it the way that he does it because I think it's great. And I think it, it really does. That's, you know, when he does it without Tyreek, that's when you're really like, okay, you know. yeah. he could be the greatest of all time. You yeah. don't, you know. And it, does it when he's down so often that just, you know, or not even down, but just like it's close, or maybe they are even down, and right. you just Usually don't down. worry. Yeah. You don't, you, you, he's so good there as a fan, you're like, I'm not really that obsessed. 13 seconds. You expect him to figure it out. 13 you seconds. just expect it. We'll it's not a miracle put anymore. Put him on the same plane as Brady and nobody else. Right. That's and it. nobody else. Now, I think he'll be he could be as good as Brady, if not better. That'll be an argument for years to come. All he's gotta do is keep doing what he does for more years. If he if he if something happens da, 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 Oh da, wait, da. not even that. If something not, let's not even talk energy. If something happens, he's like, Hey, it wouldn't be you know, I got two kids, I wanna raise them. Okay. That would be his Pulls choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to have that other part of you. We don't know if you have I think he does. We don't know if you have that other part of you where you're Tom Brady and you're like I gotta keep going. I don't even really talk. I don't oh. need to talk to my kids. <laughs> right. like, I think what about, got your, that what about your wife? And you're like, 
I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure that Whatever. out. Later. Like, yeah, yeah. she's going to divorce me. you. She's like, I don't. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, I'm coming back. I, yeah, actually, I'm going to go ahead and play for the box. I was like, your wife is divorcing. Your kids won't talk to you. It's like that's why I'm playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just seems like I got nothing else to do, right? I, you got to. That's a people always talk about that. The, the other part of longevity is being able to give up the at, literally yeah. everything. Yeah, literally everything. Saying I'm going to give up everything to do this, and yeah. you know that is. All right, you got to get past injury, but everybody's got to get past that. But do you have that other part that says, I'm going to give up everything? Because not only am I giving up during the season, when I get to that age, I, I got to work out more. My off season, like all everything about me, every day, 365 has to be focused on this. Right. Because now I'm 40. Right. Right. I can't, it's not like I'm 26 anymore and I can skip a couple days and take the kids to school. I, I can't do that. Right. And right also, anything. how does your wife, how does Brittany handle this? I think, so far, she seems like the kind of person, she was an athlete herself, right? Yeah. I mean, she, she owns a sports team. She right. Could, she could absolutely be like, you need to do it. You need to keep going. Thing, right. Yeah, I so. get it. But that, you know, that's the last question is, yeah. you got to avoid injury, which everybody has to do. Yeah. And then, you got to be able to just, and, and it's not even if she's like, go do it. It's like, does he come home and be like, I want to see my kids. Yeah. No. Right? I want to see my kids. I, you know, I did 10 years. I'm one of the greatest. I got more money than, you know. I, I Brady, Brady wasn't coming back for money. No, he didn't need it. If he was just that focused of a guy, there's not not many people who have that where they're like, and I know Brady, like, I saw my kids plenty, but you know what I'm saying. Yes. Right? Like, are you willing to, to give it all up? And yes, he. I'm sure he was a good dad. His drive. kids tend to love him, right? Everything I see about him, he's spending time with them when he can, and when he had time in the off season, he took them on vacation, and you know went to the Michigan game, was throwing footballs to him in the end zone. But there's also time that you could be with him. You don't need the money. Yeah, it's not like you're working two jobs to try to get him to go through college. You don't need it. And there's a lot of time that you were away from him, and that doesn't mean you're not a good dad. I'm not saying I, I don't want to accuse him of that. No. But I am saying that there was there was free time that you had available to you. But he still had the drive. But he's there like I'm gonna play football, be the best athlete. right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. We'll and see. So, and maybe that, maybe that is also being a good dad. Like maybe his kids are gonna be like, man, that's the kind of drive Do you need best. to succeed. Yeah. Like right. So I, I'm not saying that. Yeah. But you got to have it. It would be hard for me to have five hundred million in the bank and look at my kids and be like, yeah, I'm gonna go to work. Right. Like why? That that we wow. don't, because we don't have that. Right. We, we don't have, have that it. drive that got them there. And, in the and first a lot, place. and you see a lot of guys retire. They don't have it. Yeah. Right. Like you said, I mean, so it's not Andrew, bad that Andrew they Luck. Don't, he right. was like, you know what? I'm taking hits. Uh, I I don't need to keep doing this. Mm-mm. And so you see, that can absolutely happen. You just go, I don't. I don't need to try and impress anyone. Right. And watched, I've got um, enough money. And I, I, I watched the Mahomes, though. He's showing up to OTAs when he doesn't need to. Exactly. Yeah, well, he's driven so far. He's got it. The question will be: When those kids get to be six, seven, eight, nine, yeah. Will he be like, I just want to spend more time yeah. with him, yeah. man. Put in that 50-yard right? field yes. in his backyard. No, yeah. right now he's all about... He, he's right. all about when, he when, like when they grow up right. a little bit. Yeah, you're right. right. And, you know, eight years after he's taken all those hits, maybe won a couple more Super Bowls, is he like, yeah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, I watched uh, a, a football life on Megatron, the wide receiver, the other yeah. day. And he was like, you know... He was so awesome. my, 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 yeah. Yeah, my back hurt. I said, what I'm doing. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm done. That sucks. And, you know, 10 years. I, you know, I'm a Hall of Fame guy. I, yeah. he, he just didn't want to do it, and that's okay. Yeah. And they show him now. He's got his wife and kids with him. And he's talking, you know. And they're My back life. hurt. My back hurt set. forever. Yeah. It's like it hurt. 
Yeah, and I played for the Lions. I mean, yeah. Come on. Well, he went from, if you remember that, he went from 0-16 to the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It was because it was he him. He was fun to watch. It was him and Stafford who came Man, in and took that from 0-16 to the playoffs. He was really fun to he watch. He was a freak. Yeah. The Church. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo! What's going on? We're doom scrolling, my man. So Michael Orr, the guy mm-hmm. that was depicted in the Blind Side, the football that, player, that was an Oscar, Oscar-winning movie. Winning was movie, it? Wasn't it? I think yeah. so. Wasn't he won it? an Oscar, I think, and it was nominated for Best Picture. I believe it. Hell, it could have won. They had a picture of him sitting on a curb, and then his mom sitting next to him. And uh, the, look, man, I'm a guy, so whatever. Uh, she's sitting on the curb, and she's got. She's wearing a dress, and he's sitting down, and she's got her legs crossed in high heels. And I was like, God damn, I didn't realize his mom was that hot. And then I realized it was from the movie. Oh. I was like, damn, she's got good legs. I, like, I zoomed in, yeah, like, Sandra man, Bullock's not his tough. mom is hot. And I was like, ah, it's Sandra Bullock. I always knew she was she's hot. She's not tough. But I was like, you know, from far away, I was like, damn, his mom is hot. I didn't realize that. Yeah, there's debate about whether or not she should have to give back her Oscar. I'm like, what the hell does that oh, have no, to do with anything? anything about it? Right, why would she give back the Oscar? That's the most ridiculous argument. Like, yeah, just give it back because this is all That's you know, racist and it was a stolen, it was a fake story. I could see and, if they said to the movie people, like, or whatever. throw her some money. Yeah, but right? to say Sandra Bullock yeah, needs to give back job. her Oscar, she like, an actor, she's no. an actor. This is pretend. Right. She was playing pretend. Do you not know what acting is? Right. So he says that he was never adopted. And that the Tui family basically tricked him, and they made him sign paperwork that entered him into a conservatorship, which we all know what that is now, thanks to Britney Spears. And that when they made the blind side, he didn't get any money from it because he had basically signed away his rights when he did this conservatorship. So we've kind of been waiting to see what the family would say, and today I see that they have responded. Their lawyers have responded, at least. And this is interesting because the family is saying, look, we got him, uh, you know, we met him, whatever, brought mm-hmm. him in. Mm-hmm. He was already older. He was already in high school. And by the time we went to do this adoption thing, he was 18. Okay. You don't adopt 18-year-olds, I right. guess. I think you can, though, because I've heard stories about, like, Maybe if you want your states. stuff left to you or whatever, uh-huh. you need to officially adopt me so that we don't have problems with your estate or oh, whatever. Okay. Okay. I've heard of that happening. So I, I believe that you can be adopted when you're older. But they said at 18... They weren't, maybe because he's, you know, the history and everything else. Maybe they said that they wouldn't have been able to adopt him. I don't know. But they said that they did what they could, which is apparently maybe this conservatorship thing where they okay. could help take care of him. But the other aspect of this is, and I did not know this, Tim McGraw, the real guy that Tim McGraw is playing in that movie, the husband, yeah. apparently is a... Tim McGraw? Yeah, wasn't it Tim I, McGraw and Sandra Bullock? That. Tim McGraw played him, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no idea. Uh yeah. The guy that he's playing in real life is mm-hmm. real rich, and it's not from Michael Orr. According yeah, no, to yeah, the lawyers, he's... I know in the movie they looked like they had money. I don't even remember. Yeah, they look like but it's been you forever. Know, white he people was a, with uh, big suburb money. money. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He was a sports but, commentator. Well, they said he owns restaurants, and he's He was a also a sports commentator. Okay, well, I know he was. He's What's a, his name? I need to look him up. Uh, well, Tui. Uh, T-U-O-H-Y, I think. The family at the center of the Oscar-winning film The Blind Side, now on defense. After former NFL player Michael Orr filed a lawsuit against them, claiming he was lied to and exploited for their financial gain. But the Tui family is flipping the script. In a statement to NBC News, their attorney alleges or previously threatened them in an attempted shakedown, saying he would plan a negative story about them in the press unless they paid him $15 million. So there's the big one, right? Whoa, what if that's true? 
Which, well, I'm sorry, I was. He just so he claims one of the things that the lawyers saying or that the, from through, via the family, right, is that they said or had threatened them and said, "I'm going to plant a negative story about you in the press unless you give me money." They're claiming that he had threatened. He he tried to shake them down for money. Does he need money? I don't now know. they're going to look into it, right? I don't know. Sean Tuey built and sold a successful restaurant empire. His attorney saying the notion that a couple worth hundreds of millions of dollars would connive to withhold a few thousand dollars in profit participation payments from anyone, let alone from someone they loved as a son, defies belief. Wow. Hundreds of millions? Well, I looked up here because I was looking up his career. He's a broadcaster for the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. Uh, he's also uh, an analyst for Ole Miss. Okay. And he does national broadcasts for Westwood One and CBS, which well, that would I pay think pretty is well. us. Yeah, that would pay pretty well. Right. And he owned a hundred, not just a restaurant empire, 115 fast food franchises. Mm. Okay. Taco Bell, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Pizza Hut, and Long John Silver's. He sold all but 11 of them and still owns 11 of them. I mean, I can't okay. imagine what that guy's worth. Well, they're saying, the lawyers say... Hundreds of millions. And then they're also acting like the profits from the movie, they said, are thousands. I thought they were well off. For participation. well off. Right. Exactly. When you see that, I just think, okay, I've seen lots of white people that have nice suburb money. I don't know what you sell a hundred Taco Bells for, but it's a lot. Yeah. So that is an interesting... And I'm guessing being uh, an announcer for Ole Miss and a combinator for the Memphis Grizzlies. Hey, bad. No. No. So, but those rest- things, but if he's worth hundreds of millions, it's got to be from those restaurants, right? I mean, you could be well off being yeah. a commentator and all yeah, those other yeah, things, yeah. but it sounds to me like his main yeah, source I mean, of income he was probably worth millions or at least a couple million just on his commentator shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it to be worth I hundreds said ship, of millions. By the way, I know people have uh, misheard me recently. Yes. Yes. Commentator ship, but um, I mean, then just selling up, you know, how much you made while you owned them. Yeah, which is. Hundreds of millions, I'm sure. That's what they said. And then when you sold them, they say hundreds of millions. So that's an interesting part of the story now with them saying, hey, he he threatened to shake us down in the past. And he said that he would plant this negative story about us in the press unless we gave him money. So I'm with you, Lazo. My first thought is, well, did he need money? He played in the NFL for a while. Mm -hmm. You know, some of these guys, they might only play for a year after all of that work, all that struggle, right? And you don't know what they do with money. And then you get a one-year contract. Maybe you get 400 grand. documentaries on broke. I mean, I think it's a 30 for 30 where they just go through players who are like, yeah, I'm I'm broke. Yep, and if the money's coming in, you feel like it's going to keep coming in. You're young. You're in your early 20s. You're buying stuff you don't need. You're buying stuff that's kind of hard to sell. If you're lucky, you get a house. And then suddenly there's no more income, and you're selling that house. I looked it up just what are people worth, and it was the, you know, it just comes up. Uh, as of 2022, it's reported that his wife's net worth is over $50 million and his is over $25 million. Wow. I guess there's some sort of implications as to what restaurant she owns and he owns, right? right? So, maybe. Yeah. I mean, the lawyer... I mean, so they're into $100 million. The lawyer there said 100 So... That's interesting. And I also do wonder, the lawyer could obviously be downplaying how much you would get for participation in the movie, but how much was it? Celebrity net worth, I looked up in that, you know, it has his net worth is $100 million and hers is more. Oh, interesting. So his is $100 million and hers is $100 million. Well, if, what I don't know how rich people do that. They right. say $213 million total. I, you know, when he sold the restaurants, I'm sure he's like, you know, there's some sort of lawyer. Like, if you get sued for something, you know what I mean? Yeah, we'll split it up. Right? And this prenup, you're going to split it in half, right, in case something happens. I'm sure it'll work. So she's worth 113 and he's worth 100 So what about Michael? Does well, he need the see. money? Why is he shaking him down? 
Uh, yes, allegedly. Allegedly. Right, I'm not saying he is. We don't know that he is. But for the family to say that, because honestly, you just think that the family's going to say, you know, this is ridiculous, put out a real brief statement, and then that's it. But it's kind of vague. To say he threatened to shake us down and... For the lawyers to be like, hey, they're rich, really, really rich. You don't get paid much mm-hmm. for participation rights in a film. I don't know what you get paid. I'm sure it would be a lot to me, but what, maybe it wasn't a lot to them. Can we find that out? Can we figure out how much the Tui family got? Maybe not. I don't know. That's probably not public information. Yeah. But we'll see. I guess I'm taking it that they don't get along now, that they don't love them we'll like a son like these days. They're not doing Thanksgivings together anymore. Yeah. And it's still unclear to me wh- when the conservatorship ended. How that worked? Like, how long was he under this conservatorship? Yeah. He's not still under it, right? I don't see anywhere where he's saying yes. he's trying to get out of it. They're he trying is? to get out of it, yes. He's still That's under what I the read. The lawyer's trying to end the conservatorship. Okay. And the conservatorship apparently has a way in that is that they, he wants to end the conservatorship and the ability for the Tuies mm-hmm. to make money off his name. So I don't know how they're making money off his so name. If they right go now, back or... and look at how the Tuies made their money, like actually they made all their money off Michael Orr. Mm. That'd be bad, you know. Well, they didn't. Obviously, they own Taco Bell. I know. I understand. But Unless I'm saying they had a picture of Michael Orr. In they're front downplaying of every how much money they made off of him by saying, "Oh, a couple, you know, a few thousand dollars for participation." Yeah, we know that's not true. Just so what did you restaurants. Right. What did you actually make off of this guy? That'll be part of the story if they can figure yeah. out how much money they made off Michael Orr, mm-hmm. and was it a substantial amount? then you know that narrative doesn't work anymore mm-hmm. because whether you needed the money or not, you took it. And he didn't tell you to take it. I'm guessing, you know, that's safe to Michael assume. Orr, they say, the verdict on Orr's net worth about $16 million. Okay. So this says that for the movie, if this is true, that they got uh, each received $225,000 for the film along with 2.5% in residual checks over the years since its mm-hmm. release. Um, and claims that he does not earn residuals. So, you know, that's more than just a couple thousand dollars. 225000 yeah, and then you get 2.5% residuals. That movie was a big hit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, know what it made on home video and everything else. But, yeah, that's a lot of money. Uh, well, we're already out of time. Did you just give me a signal that we're out of time? We can't be out of time yet, right? No. Maybe we got we a couple minutes. One more. All right, all right. Did you guys see this town in Minnesota, Goodhue, Minnesota? Their entire police department just resigned. Oh, you are talking about this yesterday. Yeah, they have no cops. No. So they have to uh, negotiate with the mayor for pay increases. The blind side made $309 million. Yeah, so there's, there's money there. And that, that does not include how much you make on home video. and right, that's just box yeah. office. That's $309 Because so that other money keeps coming in. 2% of $309 million, I'm not smart enough to figure that out, but it's something. Two and a half. Might, might be enough to uh, buy 111 Taco Bells. The, to me, be. that's the question. When did you buy the Taco Bells? Yeah. Because I know you're an announcer. I know that you're an announcer before that. Was it after the blind side when you bought 111 Taco Bells? Good point. Or was it before? If you had 111 Taco Bells before... I'm starting to lean towards maybe you're telling the truth. Yeah. If you bought the 111 Taco Bells after the blind side, then I, I'm starting to lean, t- right? He's, there's, in that statement, the lawyer says that um, they divided all proceeds from the blind side equally among members of the family, including Michael Orr. Mm. So that's what the lawyer's claiming, that they did give him his percentage. So I don't know. This, that would be a dumb thing for a lawyer to claim. What? That you I'm, shared the money you didn't? Yeah, because, I mean, that's a, I'm guessing, you know, if you were a journalist out. of any sort, not like me or you, it would take like 10 minutes to figure out where those royalty checks go. Yeah. You might even be able to call the movie studio. Right? Yeah. I'm being honest. Like, you know, where are the royalty checks go? I'm sure go? someone will I'm figure not, it out. I couldn't, but, uh, you know, an investigative mm-hmm. journalist, I, I don't really think that, you know, Warner Brothers, whoever, would be like, you know, we're, we're not allowed to tell anybody. I think they'd be like, yeah. 
The royalty checks are split through these names. Yeah, we'll find out. I think they're going to start giving. There'll be more information every day, I'm sure. So Good Hue, Minnesota, the entire police department just says, well, we don't like the pay increase that you've agreed to. It was like 2%, 2.5%, I don't know. It wasn't enough. So they said the police chief says, I'm resigning. And then all of the cops say, we're resigning too. I think they had like eight police total. This is a small town. It's like maybe 1,200, 1,300 people that live there. But they have no cops. And it's funny because they were going around in snow cone. You watch body cam and all those cop shows. Mm-hmm. They're interviewing these people on the streets like, so no cops. You know, how do you feel like, yeah, that's crazy. Like, I think... I think we'll be okay <laughs> because they're just right. like nothing ever happens here. Right. So they need, they need to figure something out. But, you know, nothing really ever happens here. And my first thought was, well, don't you have doesn't everyone also have a sheriff's department? I feel like every jurisdiction you either have just the sheriff's department or you have police and a sheriff's department because there's the sheriff's department and the running the county. Right. And then I've you have I don't understand it either, except that in these I rural areas, you say sheriff's department so. in really rural areas. They just have the sheriff's department. I'm like, OK, well, I get no. that. And I, then if you have you a police just, department. Uh, I figure you have both because you always have a sheriff's department. Well, a lot of times if you live, well, at least where I grew up, if you went into a rural area, you may have a sheriff. But if they didn't have enough money for a police department, it's the state cops. Mm. I, well, state yeah, cops each state have a does post. it differently. Yeah. Yeah. Each state does it differently. But state cops, I'm guessing around here, too, state cops have In Missouri, posts. it's troopers. And yeah, that, but there's state Kansas, troopers. there's like KBI. Yeah, there's different, you know, different yeah, state That's police. all state cops. I understand. I'm saying in each state, it's different who has who runs those small towns, those state cops. They have Sometimes it's a highway patrol is the state cops, right. whereas other states might have a highway patrol, but they also have a state, the state police. It's different in each state. I've, I learned this through listening to these podcasts and researching, like, what does my state have? Who's in charge here? Okay. And it's interesting because each state is different. But, but in most rural, at least for me growing up, if you were in a rural area and you got arrested, you're going to a state. A state cop was taking you in and booking that you. That can happen in Missouri for sure. The Highway Patrol can investigate right. murders. But usually there are sheriff's deputies in a lot of these rural areas that are in charge. It's a sheriff's deputy that if you call for the police, it's a deputy that comes to the house. Uh, now, if there's a homicide in that same town, then maybe they send the Highway Patrol. I don't know. I know that they do because they'll be in charge. Well, I know my mom had a problem in Michigan recently, and she called the cops and the cops said, hey, you have to call the state police because you're just outside the jurisdiction of this city. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So and my uncle was a state cop. That's what he was. Yeah. And he was a homicide detective for the state police. Okay. Well, so in Minnesota, I don't know how they do it, but they said they're now going to talk to the sheriff's office to try and get some temporary coverage, I guess, of Goodhue until they can get some police hired. A small Minnesota city could soon be left without a police department after the entire force recently resigned. According to the mayor, the Goodhue Police Department is stepping down over issues with pay. The department's police chief quit last week. A full-time officer, five part-time employees followed suit two days later. The city is now in talks with a county sheriff to come up with a temporary solution. Huh. Just so weird. there's I a just... city in Detroit, Hamtramck, that's inside the city, but it's its own city limits, and they didn't have enough money for police. And the Detroit Police Department was like, it's not our city. You guys are incorporated yeah. however you are. We surround you. It's like North Kansas City. it's not our city, right? Yeah. It's not our city. And so I, this was maybe five or eight years ago, and they just said, fine, well, send in the state police. And the state police now just patrol that city inside of Detroit. That's mm-hmm. their jurisdiction. Why wouldn't they just do that there? I don't know. Because I mean, I, there's got to be a Minnesota state patrol. Of some sort. Whether they do highway patrol, they have a Minnesota Bureau of Investigation, right. state police, whatever it is. There's got to be somebody there's there's there that somebody. can just go do it. But they said they're trying to talk to the sheriff. To see if they can get, you know, Man, that seems someone to, to someone to keep an eye on the town until and Detroit, they hire the sheriff police. is just guys on horses. Mm. Well, well, I don't, well I, Detroit, so, maybe yeah, okay. But, but I mean, even in the surrounding city, mostly just you know mounted police, and then maybe a few Broncos. Because like in Kansas City, we have a huge police department. We also have 
Jackson County Sheriff's Department. And, right. You know, you can see both cars driving around, and you know, the, I always the, thought the sheriff, was, at least where I go, it was more like crowd control. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they go to events or whatever. But you it's know, funny because the people on horses doing crowd control in Kansas City are police. Mm. Like down there on the plaza and stuff mm. when they bring. Up and the does the sheriff have everything? And the people who run. The jails are sheriffs. That I, I've i always heard that uh, that's the sheriffs. Right, like the sheriffs are kind of like, like mind control the, and prison guards. That, that if you go to jail, anytime you got picked up when I was a kid and control. went to jail, it was, unless you went to Crowd the police control. department. The sheriffs are mind control. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. They just look at you. Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, you could go to a holding cell at a police department, but if you went to like a jail, yeah, a lot of times, you're gonna spend more you could sheriffs. go to the sheriffs, sheriffs or jail department lurs. or whatever, sheriff's headquarters, I don't know, and people would go to jail. But in the jail... It was sheriffs who worked there. I don't know who works in the in the jail downtown Snowcone. You ever been in there? Never been. Is it cops or is it uh, sure. deputies? No clue. Hmm. I feel like it might be cops. I don't really know. It's weird to think though that you could be in a town of over a thousand people and have no cops. Yeah, there's nobody. They're like, yeah, they all quit. And, but you know, at the same time, when they interview know, people, they're like, that yeah, that's weird? fine. That's a, that's a really small town. Yes, but you still, if if there's an emergency, I understand. You think, I understand. I get so it. Call well, one, get now, especially that you. Uh, now that you know, now that no I cops. know it, I could drive there and go rob a bank. I'm go sure rob they got a grocery bank. store. Exactly. There's no. I'm sure they're nervous about national that. National thousand people. Snowgun's also right. If you no, did go course. rob the grocery store, people would know and they would just kick your ass. I guess I don't yeah, know what you try do. that in a small town. <laughs> yeah, try yeah. that in a small town. That's right, Snowgun. The Church of Laszlo. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? We're finishing doom scrolling. All right. That's what's going on. 
Uh, North Korea. Remember that Travis King uh, guy that ran across the border and then we didn't really hear much yeah. after that? He defected, illegally crossed the border into North Korea. He was facing some um, uh, legal troubles, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, in the United States and with the military. He'd already been locked up in South Korea and then he was being flown back to the United States, or supposed to be being flown back to the United States, so that he could face some charges here in the United States. And I guess he didn't want to do that, so he somehow escaped, managed to sneak into a tour group and this tour group you know there's tours every day all day i guess uh, at the border at the uh 38th parallel whatever yeah. the hell it's called sure. and DMZ. Uh, yeah and he joined one of these groups there's photos of him standing in this tour group and then he just at some point runs off and runs over to north korea we haven't really heard anything since then well now north korea has spoken they have him and they say he did defect because he didn't like america uh, because it's racist. Yeah. And so he's seeking refuge in a place that isn't racist. This morning, for the first time, North Korea confirming custody of Travis King, the American soldier who did a cross-border dash last month into North Korean territory. State-run KCNA now claiming private second-class King, who's 23, wants to seek refuge there or in a third country. A statement saying he confessed to illegally entering to escape, quote, maltreatment and racial discrimination within the U.S. Army, adding he was disillusioned with the unequal American society. Even if the North Koreans were to come out and say he wants to defect, we wouldn't be able to trust those words because they would be uh, not coming from private king himself. Okay, so this guy's saying that whatever we hear from North Korea, we can't trust it. Mm. They're saying, yeah, he admits that he crossed the border illegally, but he's doing it because America's racist mm-hmm. and he's disillusioned with America. So we shouldn't trust what they're saying. Yeah, but it sounds like, I mean, the guy did run across mm-hmm. the the border into yeah. North Korea. He laughed when he got there. I mean, right, so what do I assume that he said probably something like i want i don't want to go back to america i came here to get away from it and i think you guys are cool better you're cool right you have to say that i just got stopped in the hallway yeah in order to get your billy joel tickets you've been approved oh yeah let's not you know rub it in people's faces when's billy joel saturday and where is it stevie nicks where do you think it is the only place they could hold a (laughs) significant number of his fans where at the football stadium it's at arrowhead yeah no, it's not. Yes, it, it is. is. Yeah, and someone's got a someone's got a sweet. Okay, it. Snowcone, we don't need to you rub got it a in. Sweet for yes. I like to. I'm a common man. Okay, I'm a working class guy. How many people are you guy. taking? Just one. It's just a you two have a whole gone. sweet. Yeah, you got a sweet for it. It's not a big deal. You got a whole sweet for it. I, and you didn't I, offer me a ticket. I've got. You don't want to go see Stevie Nicks. I'll see if I can smell canned ham from Yeah, there. exactly. That's why you I'd didn't like get to the go. invite. Yeah. Come on. How long to do sleeping with the television on? You know that. Yeah. Well. You'll have to do it, I don't know, from some other seats. Or ask. I guess you could ask someone if they could get you I'm asking you. You have a suite. I have a suite, yes. Can I have one? No. Ooh. Why? Because I don't trust you to be there and not... I'll be there. uh, ...embarrass me. Yeah, that's a good point. He'll embarrass me because he'll start being like, oh, here comes canned ham. There (laughs) he is. Look at him go. Oh, Slim, which song is this? Is he the piano man? Yeah. Yeah. He is a piano man. (laughs) Yeah. I, I can, I've seen I can him before. See it and hear it now, right? So you don't need to. I'd see like him to again. see him again. Mm-hmm. Well, he's an iconic artist. Yes, he is. Mm. I believe you once called him a, a rock legend. Sure. So why can't I go see a rock legend? Well, um, who would you rather see, Stevie Nicks or Billy Joel? If you could only see one, I like to see both of them. Yeah. Well, this would be a great show for you then yeah. because <laughs> both of them are playing. Right. So can I do that? So, or not? We'll look into this. We'll see. What are you talking I about? I don't know. I don't know. We'll look into this. He's got a sweet man. Yeah. 
It's not a big deal. He's got a point. So you'll be like talking a, trash. It's not a great suite or anything. It's, uh, it's you wouldn't even be able to right. hear me talking trash over the rock and roll. I know. That place will be rocking and rolling on Saturday. Yes, it will. Rocking and rolling. So are you going to take me or not? We'll discuss this later. I don't know. We'll have to think about it. Speaking of rock icons. Oh, man. He may smell like can't hand, but it's still rock and roll to me, and I'd like to see it. Yeah. Well, All right. I'm going to see it. I'll take some video for you. How's that? No, I want to go. Why not? How about a pop icon? Going to take me. This Moving on. Pop icon. Last time you went to see Billy Joel, I got him tickets. America, yes, because I wanted to go, and I listen. I, I want to go, so maybe you would get me tickets. I think if you really want to go to this show, yes. then you can go with me. All right, yeah. What time are we leaving? I don't know. He's not I haven't going. figured it out. Oh, yet. I want to go Saturday night. Yes, yeah, Saturday night. Yeah, I'm going. Okay. Uh, Madonna. I don't have the boys. You don't? No. Oh, yeah. It'll be after sports are over. Yeah. So. Well, okay. I'm excited. We'll, we'll figure it out. Text me. Uh, Madonna. I feel like you're blowing me off. I'm not blowing you off. I'm just moving on. Can I go? You can go. I already said you can go. You can go be in the suite with me. When can I get a ticket? Uh, well, I have to. You have to set up an account. I have to email it to you, or you can just walk with me, and I'll let you in. Either way. I'd like you to send it to me. Okay, well, you got to set up an account. I have an account. you got a Chiefs account. You have to do it through there, and I'll, I can send you the tickets through there. you got to get the app. Get the app. Set up your email and password, and then I can send you your ticket. Yeah, he ain't doing that. I didn't think so. He'd I'll just, do it right now. It's easier for him to walk with what me. What is the and I'll app? Just let you in. Just Chiefs app. It's just called Chiefs, I think. I'm doing it right now. Okay. I'll see my ticket. Madonna is celebrating her birthday to today, guys. Better send it to me. How old do you think she is? 108. No, that's that is ageist. You know, it's one thing, Snowco, when you start criticizing joke. Biden and stuff, but you're just gonna it call Madonna 108 because she maybe looks oh, a little bit older than down. she used to. I mean, that's ageism calm if I've ever heard down. it. She's 65. Can you believe 65 years old, Paris, Madonna? The Dick Clark. I can believe it. <laughs> Dick Clark. I can definitely believe it. Dick Clark was introducing her. What are your dreams? Mm, to rule the world. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Madonna. You got to admit, she's got some good pop songs. I mean, who would you rather listen to on a, on a desert island? Madonna or, Joel, or Madonna. Britney Spears? Britney Spears or Madonna? I like Britney and all, but I got to go Madonna. Yeah, I, I would say that. It's just crazy that she's 65. Good for her. She's still killing it. I'm sure she still sells a ton of tickets. And by the way, Detroit claims her because she's from... She's lake? from Detroit. Yeah, Lake. What's it called? Something it's Lake. From Rochester, I think. Oh, maybe Rochester. Why did I think it had Lake in the name? Anyway, she's yeah, she's from Detroit. So there you go. Sixty-five years old today. Happy birthday to Madonna. Now this is not so happy news. I had not heard anything about this story. I asked you guys off the air a second ago if you had. Neither of you had. But there's an Ohio teen who was in a car accident a couple years mm-hmm. ago that killed her boyfriend and his friend. Now her, her boyfriend was in the front passenger seat. His friend was in the back seat. She goes down this back road and this route that she would never take, but she'd apparently discovered this route, they said, a couple days before, whatever that means. She turns down this road and suddenly floors the car and starts going over 100 miles an hour. There's some security video from a a warehouse or some sort of business that shows it's dark outside, but you can see the lights of their car, her car, flying by, Mm -hmm. doing like 100-plus miles an hour. So she gets into an accident, jumps a curb, runs the car into a brick warehouse. Her passenger... And his buddy, both mm-hmm. passengers, die at the scene. When the police get there, they said she was alive. Uh, I mean, she was injured, obviously, but she seemed to be, you know, obviously better than these other two. And they said she was wearing these, like, fuzzy Prada slippers and that she still had her feet pushing the accelerator all the way down to the floor when they got there. Mm. Now, you would think, like, this is a horrible accident, and it could even be some sort of vehicular manslaughter. That's mm-hmm. what you assume, right? Because you drove recklessly. 
I'm no lawyer, but I would think, well, that must be vehicular manslaughter because you didn't sure. intend to do it. You didn't plan on doing it, right? Um, but you did cause this accident through your reckless behavior. Well, she was convicted on four counts of murder. Now, I don't even know. There's two people that died, right? But they said that she was found guilty on four different counts of murder. And the minimum sentence in Ohio for the things that she was convicted of, I mean, she's bawling. The judge is reading this stuff. I'll play a clip here. She's got her hand trying to cover her My mouth. My cheese is all set up. Okay, good. She's just bawling. And the judge is saying, basically, you we did this on is? purpose? No, I believe you. I see it. I just don't think you're getting this ticket. <laughs> the judge said, you did this on purpose. This was intentional. And uh, I have no sympathy for you, basically. Her actions were controlled, methodical, deliberate, intentional, and purposeful. This was not reckless driving. This was murder. Exactly. I'll tell you. The judge said Sharilla, who was 17 at the time of the crash, had morphed from a responsible driver with two passengers into, quote, literal hell on wheels. So from what I gather, and maybe someone on Twitch has heard of this story already because I just heard of it today. But apparently they took the, the security video into consideration, but I still am like, you would, you don't know what's going on in that car. Right. Couldn't the other guys be saying, uh, yes, go faster? You know, I don't, I don't know exactly. But what they accused her of, it appears, is doing it intentionally because she had this history of being a little maybe unstable and that she'd threatened her boyfriend. They called it a toxic relationship. She'd threatened to key his car. And so apparently there was some talk that she had done this intentionally and the judge must have believed that. Right. That's what I want to know because her lawyer, and I saw a couple lawyers talking about this, said, we'll never know what happened because I'm thinking, well, they must have something else. You know, what was going on in the car that day? He says, we'll never know what was going on in that car. No one will ever know what was going on in that car except her and and the, the two passengers, which are no longer here. So there's no way to know, which is what I would think. So I'm convinced there must be something more to this story beyond just she had this history of, you know, ups and downs and how with did this the boyfriend. Accident happen? Just they said that she went down this route that she wouldn't normally go down, floored right. the car, and then jumped a curb and the, it hit a warehouse. Okay. And they're saying that she did that intentionally. I, maybe she did, by the way. I'm not saying right. that that's so no. crazy. I mean, if she was uh, unstable, was then that could be something she could, she could do. She hasn't been sentenced yet. Okay. But they said the minimum sentence for what she's been convicted of is life in prison without the possibility wow. of parole for 15 years. Wow. So, I mean, no matter what she gets sentenced with, the minimum sentence is pretty bad. Well, look. And 15, think, no parole. It's, it's 15, right. So it's you say 32. life in sentence always sounds scary, but depending on what state you're in, life may or may not mean life. Right. In Florida now, it always means mm-hmm. life, I think. Maybe Texas, too. Maybe not Texas, but Florida for sure. But a lot of states, if they say life, then it's like, all right, well, but how many years until I'm up for parole? Mm-hmm. So you, if you see life in prison, 15 years mandatory, then you really think, okay, 15 years. But it could be longer because she might not get parole. I would think, though, just based on this article that I read about her and looking at her, that she would be maybe a good candidate for parole in 15 years. Mm-hmm. That they might say, hey, you know, but maybe not. Right. Maybe like, no, we know all the things that went on behind the scenes that the judge knew that apparently is not in this New York Post or Cleveland.com article that I read because I'm very curious if anyone knows more about the story. I just felt kind of bad for her, and I'm not saying that she couldn't have done it intentionally, but she was 17, she's 19 now, and she's just bawling as the judge is saying, very, you know, convinced tone of voice wow. like you did this intentionally you were hell on wheels you had a mission that day what's her name she said this was not reckless driving this was McKenzie murder yeah. yeah let me tell you how to spell it here hold on it's uh it comes up oh you got it okay this is mckenzie shrilla's car video 
Yeah, because pe- people have been uh, searched for the video. Yeah, I think so. The only video that I found is that security video. If there is a video from inside the car from social media or something, that would explain this maybe. Like if, if they were saying, slow down, mm. what are you doing? Slow down. Then I could see that. But I haven't. they didn't say anything about that video in here, and they didn't show it. The only video I have is this video that these prosecutors show, which was security footage, uh, and it's you know kind of dark out, and you just see basically headlights you know, flying down the street. And then this thing jumps the curb and hits a brick wall. I mean, look, let me show you what the Chat car on looked Twitch like. is saying there might be text messages. Uh, well, there's got to be. There's got to be text messages. Well, there were text messages about her keying his car. I saw that. She had been mad at him, and she said that she was going to key his car. But Chad this says on a- here, I thought there were several messages that said oh. what was going to be done. Okay. Like well, then that would that would help well, explain this a lot. Look at that car snow cone. Yeah, that's. Wow. I, can't How do believe, you, I can't believe anyone survived I can't survived believe that. anybody survived that. Cars are so much safer now than they used to be. It is yeah, crazy some of the accidents that these people walk away from. You, we watch those shows, Snow Cone. A lot of those involve police chases where a car goes flipping over yeah. and tumbling four and or five times. And run. And they just get out and run. It's crazy. If you got in that kind of accident in the 60s or 70s or 80s, you would have been dead. dead. Instantly You're a smoothie. Yep. Uh, a 17-year-old in Philadelphia was arrested on, arrested on charges of being a terrorist. I guess they were watching this guy, his online... Uh, what do you call it? Not behavior. Presence? Online. Yeah. What, what Profiles. Online Footprint. activity. His online activity is what they've been watching, right? I don't know exactly who he was talking to, but it sounds like he was talking to one of these ISIS type groups. Okay. He was watching a lot of their propaganda and then also saying, hey, you know, I'd like to join. An FBI tactical team raiding a home in West Philadelphia. Arresting a 17-year-old resident on terrorism charges. The individual appeared to be taking steps to travel overseas for the purpose of joining or supporting terrorist activity. I remember when there, there was a Good. story years ago. Good, got him. And there was a story years ago about ISIS trying to recruit people in the United States, and the last one I were like, they're not going to recruit people in the United States. You're not mm. going to get. You're not going to get American citizens. To go join ISIS, but they did. Yeah, no, they did. They, they got those teen girls. Yeah, I those mean, those were like white girls, right? Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, ISIS, yeah. let's go." What, the like, hell? what? What a weird. I mean, you'd think that would be a very, We've very difficult. About it before. It's the ultimate rebellion against your parents. The ultimate. The ultimate rebellion against everyone. Everyone. Everyone everything. except ISIS, I yeah. guess. And especially for the for girls. Especially. I for women. just. Don't, I mean, look. So bizarre for a guy Not to want to much do it research too. research into ISIS right. and women there. Right. I, I, I wouldn't think, but it was enough that they're like, hey, let's get passports and yeah. fly over there and we'll just stay. And we didn't. there's been people in the news that they've shown that did go over there. Mm-hmm. Right. There was that woman who was kind of famous. She was like uh, running stuff. I don't remember if it was ISIS, mm-hmm. but she was, the, she was helping them carry out bombings, mm-hmm. right? Is that a true story? Is that some show we watched? Was that like an HBO show? I think there was a real. There was an American Homeland? woman. No, yeah, that's Homeland. what I'm saying. Like, was it something that? I think There's there was a woman some terrorist in Homeland. There was some season. American woman who was in charge of there one of those was. cells. I yeah, remember they were no, looking she, for her. She yes. was like FBI most wanted for a yeah, while. What, what was her story? I don't yeah, know. I remember her. Uh, American tourists. I don't know what kind of reputation they have. I've heard that they were poorly dressed, uh, that were lazy, uh, that were fat. I hear that one well, a lot. Yeah, but. Uh, I don't know if we're like the worst drunks or not. Maybe. Probably. I, I've heard in Germany they say that if kids are drinking at Oktoberfest, the loudest kids are the Americans. Yeah, I don't know if we can hold our booze the as other well kids, as other countries. Yeah, I don't know if that keeps going into adulthood. Maybe it does. But we've got some American tourists who uh, didn't behave so well in Paris. They were really drunk taking a tour of the Eiffel Tower. At some point, they jumped a security uh, thing, uh-huh. uh, like a barrier. They jumped over it. And they got into this restricted area, and they ended up spending the night sleeping one off 
in the Eiffel Tower, which is pretty epic. No one knew they were there until the next epic. morning. They've got these crews that come in that check the tower before they open up for tours. Uh-huh. They find these uh, American tourists asleep there, Big deal. arrest them. That's what I'm thinking. Why is this an international incident? They arrest them. Right. They had to delay the opening of the tours. You know, oh, they're supposed to open up. at 9 a.m. Whatever. I, you know, we need the State Department involved here. This is ridiculous, France. Like, you've never had someone get drunk here and pass out in a place. Right. I'm sure. We would not make a big international incident. No. Out of, oh, the arch opening was delayed by half an hour. <laughs> French authorities say two American men had tickets to go up the Eiffel Tower Sunday night. But then, they say, while walking back down, they jumped a set of security barriers. And they were apparently so drunk, according to the prosecutor, they ended up spending the night in a restricted area between the second and third levels of the monument. They weren't discovered until the morning when a specialist firefighter unit had to recover them. They were questioned by the police and Eiffel Tower authorities have filed a complaint for trespass. I just don't see how that's such a big deal. Why is that such a big deal? So they were drunk. I don't know how they had to get them out of there. They said they had to be removed by specialist firefighters. Would they have to use a cherry picker or ladders to get them out? Couldn't they just go back the way they came? Yeah, what? Jump back over the thing? What do you mean they had to remove them? Specialist firefighters had to remove them. Right, who cares? They didn't hurt anyone. They got drunk and like, you know what? Rather than wander around the streets drunk trying to find our hotel let's just let's just go lay down right over there with those small fine whatever. right big deal i did see there was another woman this week who she's in rome and she was american and there's some famous fountain there that i should probably know the name of and it's all closed off it's mm-hmm. like a big stone structure and then there's mm-hmm. statues out in the middle and then there's like a waterfall that comes off the and stone. she jumps in. she climbs over all this well not only does she go over and into the fountain but she takes her water bottle and puts it under the fountain oh, nice. to fill her water bottle. Nice. Which I'm not sure that that's drinking water, you man. It. Like it might have chlorine in it. What you think she's going to sell water from the fountain? Yeah. yeah. Keep it as a as a tourist. Yeah, and look, this is water this from is this fountain. Water, I have this proof. Is water yeah. from this fountain. I'm that's not stupid. Rome. What would so that's worth something to somebody? Someone's going to pay money, and you prove it by doing what? having a video of yourself yeah. going over there to get it because right. she's not the one who was filming. Someone else filmed her yeah. and she was arrested. It looked like she wanted to drink it or to she me. she keeps it for a keepsake. I don't know. It looked like she was wanting to drink it, but I, I could be wrong. She climbed over there, took the bottle, and was trying to, what it looked like to me, drink it, and the uh, police, I assume it was police security, arrested her. Hmm. But I'm just, you know, Americans, they may not be the best tourists in other countries, but I, I find it hard to believe that we're the worst. Come on, guys. Yeah. We might be loud. Okay. But there's other, I'm sure there's other countries that have reputations being loud. Yeah, okay, sure. we dress bad. Okay, fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're fat. Okay, sure, whatever. But we're pretty friendly. We're a pretty friendly yeah. bunch overall, Are we? right? Yes. Every, every tourist who comes to America, the, one of the things they always say is, you guys are so friendly. Mm. You're so friendly. It's it so weird. You, you talk to strangers. You say hi to people. You have conversations. You small City, talk. Yeah, but I mean, if you think if you go to New York, you might not get people that same People are still pretty friendly in New York. I mean, yeah. they're pretty friendly. I mean, they don't stop to hold the door for you a lot because they're busy. But, right, in yeah. more of a hurry. But well, you could yeah. still, if you were sitting down we'll somewhere, you could have a conversation with we'll somebody. Say, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Uh, and, and look, yeah, New York, Philly, maybe they're not as friendly as the Midwest, but still, we're talking about you're talking about two places, you know, a couple places where maybe and they're still friendly. They're still friendly, and then right. you're talking about the rest of the country where everyone has a reputation for being they friendly. Still talk to each other, a couple yeah. hundred million people, right? I mean, and that's typical, I think, of big cities mm-hmm. anyway. That you're just kind of in a hurry mm-hmm. and you don't have time to stop. But anyway. Try and do better, I guess, American tourists. I'm not mad at you for sleeping at the Eiffel Tower. Nah, I don't think it's cares? a big deal at all. Oh, but. I got one more thing because I wanted to ask Snowcone about this because Snowcone used to drive for Uber or Lyft or one of those. Mm-hmm. How often did you have to deal with really annoying drunk people? 
I never really did it at nights that much, so not very often. Oh, okay. It was mostly during the day. I had an Uber driver once took me to the airport, and I was he was talking about driving Uber, and he said that he just does it in the mornings until the early afternoon so he can do airport runs, and he never has to pick up drunk people. Yeah, I did airport runs a lot. Yeah. There was only one person that was really drunk and passed out. No one threw up in your car? No. Okay. Hmm. Well, did you see the video of this Uber driver trying to keep this passenger from getting into the front seat? The, and the passenger's like, you know, I need to get out. She's trying not to drop her off on, a, on the side of the highway, right? You're wasted. I can't just leave you here. But just watching this, I'm like, man, I couldn't handle this. A taxi or Uber Sit driver. down in your seat. Why? Go sit down in your seat. Where is she? Nobody else in the car. Please sit down in your seat. Where is she? Rosie, please sit down in your seat. Thank you. I'm good. Okay, I don't want to have to end the ride. I'm going to jump up there. No, you're not going to. I'm going to jump up there. No, as soon as I get to an exit that I can safely go. So cold. As soon as I get to an exit, ma'am. Ma'am? I'm not leaving you on the side of the freeway in in an inebriated state. Because you know what? Really? Because you know what? Really? I mean, just yeah, like if bad. someone did that in a movie, like you're not good at it, you're overdoing it. Right. You're overdoing the that's drunk bad. thing. Yeah, that would be annoying. I've definitely been very drunk in the back of oh, yeah. Ubers and taxis. And at one point. You just hope you're not that bad. I, I had someone I was with lost a phone in the back of a taxi. I tried calling them. And once I kind of explained, like, this was the cab, and they were like, uh, okay, hold on, we'll go look. And then they came back like, yeah, nothing. And I was like, you know, that guy probably <laughs> didn't want to help us get our phone back because I don't even remember that ride home. I can only imagine. Right. And I do remember getting out of the car at the house, and as we got out of the car, he started to drive while the door was still open. We're like, whoa, because he was sick done. of us. He was done, he was done with us, yeah. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo, what's going on? So we didn't really talk, I think, at all today in the uh, in doom scrolling mm-hmm. about Trump, but I do kind of want to talk about it because Lazo was the one who said something about this. Snowcone and I had not heard it. I had to look it up, and I I found this article about this Georgia election stuff, and there was some other stuff in there as well. But the the Georgia thing is the thing that everyone says is his biggest hurdle, right? That, right. That's that's the one where he's the most screwed, according to that Business Insider thing that we read. They got these phone calls. We've all heard the one where he says we just need to find 13,000 votes or whatever the number was, 11,000 votes. Um, but there's But again, you more. know, when you think about that, that, you know, there's a defense there. I'm not saying it's true or not, but if I'm a lawyer, I'm like, yeah, he said find him. You know, he meant they're, they're not all being counted. Exactly. We need yep. to find these votes. Like, not, we need to find fraudulent votes. Yep. We need to find real votes. There's, I mean, I can hear that in court. Yeah, and being yeah. like, it's Man. hard to prove. I mean, that's. Right, but that's, that's a lofty. But this one that I read about, this was and apparently it's been, this out, has for been out for a while. For a little but... while, but I did not see this, and neither did Snowcone. But they claim that they have uh, a proof, I guess, as a in the form of uh, audio, that he said, "Just say that the election was corrupt. Leave the rest to me and Republican congressmen." That's so a big deal. That sounds pretty obviously horrible right? right that's bad and when you're saying just leave it to me and these republican congressmen that would mean why they're protecting him so fiercely people. yeah right? so who all i mean it's you got uh lindsey graham i couldn't think of his name right who continued Bober. to defend him and, and bobert who right. continued to defend him marjorie three names yep yeah. so these people now some of them may have just really been 
defending Trump and believe that the election was stolen. I don't know. Sometimes I look at Marjorie and I think, you might believe this stuff. I'm not sure what's going on with you. (laughs) I I really think she might believe it. Uh, But, you know, like Lindsey Graham and these people who, you know, Lindsey Graham is a great example of someone who was against Trump. And then suddenly not only was he in, but he was all in and stayed in. Like Chris Christie was against and then in like, oh, can you get me a job? And then against. Right. right? Lindsey, it seems like everyone just assumes that Trump has something on Lindsey. And this whole time we've assumed it could be something about like that, you know, ladybugs. ladybugs story, which you know, no one's that. Lindsey Graham, ladybugs. Mm, don't. But now I'm wondering oh, if it has it. something to do with. Do you have a boner? Is that why? Oh, stop it. It's just a question. No, I don't. Okay. That story has not been substantiated, by the way. It's just an accusation from that an anonymous. No, doesn't have a boner. Sex I worker. have not <laughs> substantiated that. I believe he does, as a matter of fact. But I mean, just look at I this quote. Over, I can't. I mean, I could prove. It. I don't feel like it right now. But come on over and prove it, Daddy. On the phone call. He's got a boner. When he starts talking like that, I know he's got a boner. I think that's proof enough. On the phone call, Trump says, just say the election was corrupt and leave Mm -hmm. the rest to me and the Republican congressman. I mean, that's bad. So now Georgia says they're preparing for these people who are listed in the indictment to come surrender. And that for this indictment specifically, they should be fingerprinting them and taking mugshots. Now, they didn't do that in the previous indictments. There right. was talk about that from the first indictment on, like, what will they do? Mm-hmm. No, they're not going to do that stuff. They will have him come in and do whatever. But they were saying that with this one, that's only what they do. So no one's really sure, at least it sounded like the media wasn't sure, whether or not they were going to do the same routine with these individuals or give them you know, some sort of special treatment. With the countdown officially on for former President Donald Trump and his 18 co-defendants to surrender in Georgia, this morning we're getting new details of how that process could play out. In a statement, the Fulton County Sheriff's Office says, based on guidance from the DA's office and presiding judge, it is expected that all 19 defendants will be booked at the Fulton County Jail, a process that would typically include fingerprints and mugshots, though it is not clear whether that would happen here. And I don't know and if they're it's... RICO charges, right? Yes, I believe so, aren't they? I think they're RICO charges. I think so. That sounds right. But the the... Just say the well, election what you do was with corrupt. The Rico charges is at least you know whenever you watch those mob movies, is you get you get all those people, the nineteen people, and then you just start getting them to turn. Mm-hmm. You know, turn, turn, start, turn. Start from the bottom and work your way up. And, and you know that people who are made men turn. Yep. So if made men do it, politicians who ain't ready to give up push right those that positions. cushy politician life. They, they might turn pretty quick. Yeah. You know, yeah, you start. I imagine they would. Right. Now, um, if Sammy the Bull Gravano. Right, if you get Sammy the Bull to turn. If he turned, you right, could probably get I'm Lindsey pretty sure Graham. you can get Lindsey Graham to turn. So he had, at the time, Trump had, remember, uh, Jeffrey Rosen was the attorney general at the time. Well, you probably don't have to. Say, I could probably get Lindsey Graham to turn. Seriously. I'm being honest. Like, I as an attorney, I'd be like, hey, Ladybugs is coming out one way or the other. Right. It's either coming out in court. Yeah. Or right, right. Sometimes I mean, or whatever. you can turn, but it's it's coming out because I'm going to bring it up in court when we when you testify that we believe Donald Trump had this on you. I'm yeah. going to bring it up. I'd be like, damn the bowl. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, right. This article makes it hard. seem like though that conversation, although it was a phone call, they don't say anything about having the recordings in this one. They say. That there was Attorney General uh, Jeffrey Rosen at the time, mm-hmm. and then an acting Deputy Attorney General Richard Donahue, and that they took notes, and that their notes have been entered into evidence. And so uh, it looks like maybe it was Donahue's notes 
that had this just say the election was corrupt and leave the rest to me. There was other stuff in Donahue's notes as well, like Trump saying this was ridiculous, basically, that the um, Justice Department wasn't doing anything about the stolen election. And Donahue told Trump, I think a lot of the information that you're getting is bad. Uh, you know, you said something like 68 percent of the ballots in Michigan were miscounted. The number is actually 0.0062%, something like that. Right. And Trump's response, according to the notes, was, well, you may not read the internet like I do. Hmm. Oh, I guess I I may not. I mean, it's like... Wait, he said you don't read the internet like you may I not, do? Yeah, he said, uh, you guys may not be following the internet the way that I do, was wow. the exact quote, according to the notes. Because these notes are now entered in as evidence. So from what I can tell, that part of the call may just be from the notes. Maybe they didn't record it, which means it wouldn't be the same call that was recorded when he asked for, you know, to find the extra votes, which like Lazo said, that call, if you're a staunch Trump supporter, you mm -hmm. could say, Whatever. yeah, but there were there was all kinds of weird stuff going on with the election. He's saying, you know, it's baloney, but, but you could try and make that argument. Yeah, I don't know if a jury is going to buy that. But. No, 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 of course not. But, but I'm saying just for the for, for the Trump supporters, like, ah, deniability. yeah, yeah. But if you have Trump saying. Listen, you just say it was corrupt. Me and the Republican congressman will take care of the rest. How do you defend that? Mm -hmm. Now, if it's just notes, then I guess you defend it by saying he never said that. If you have audio, hell, maybe you do sure the same thing. Be. Fake news. That's what it's been up to this point, although I have seen the media has been out in Iowa at the state fair talking to Trump supporters about, just Republican voters, mm -hmm. about all these indictments and does it mean anything. And they found a few that are like, you know, I just, there's so much baggage. I don't like Biden, but I I'm, know not, one. But I'm not voting Anna for Gold, Trump But again. I know one. Yeah. That was a Trump supporter that after the indictments, it's like, no, nah, I'm done. Yeah. yeah, and like Lazo was saying off, off the air earlier when we were discussing it. Earlier one percent. Yeah, mm -hmm. you don't. You're not trying to convince all the mm -hmm. MAGA supporters. And that's what people think. Like, oh, we, you're not. No, you're not going to change them. No. Yeah. But if you could change one percent, that's an election. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yep. And, and I saw uh, the attorney also got what's his name, Jake Scott, or is that yeah? Whatever. No, that's the prosecutor, right? Jack, Jack Smith. Oh, Jack, oh, Jack Smith. Smith. Yeah, he Jack got uh, DMs from Twitter. I saw that they had DM, that yeah. they they had uh, gotten subpoena a subpoena DMs. for the Twitter, uh -huh. right, but now they finally gave them. So Twitter said we're not going to do that, but I think that was today where they said, "Okay, fine." Oh, I didn't oh, see wow. that. Okay, I actually didn't mm -hmm. know that they hadn't given them over. That they were arguing about giving so them over. among I the data, was. they were. They were saying it was free speech. Makes sense. Uh, among the data, the search warrant commanded Twitter to produce accounts associated with that real Donald Donald Trump that the former president might have used in the same device. So mm -hmm. we had burner Twitter accounts. Okay. Mm -hmm. Devices used to log into at the real Donald Trump account. IP addresses used to log into the account between October 2020 and January 2021. Privacy settings and history. All tweets created, drafted, favorited, liked, or retweeted by him. All direct messages sent from, received by, stored in draft form in, or otherwise associated with real Donald That's Trump. That's the big one. Yeah. Uh, location of the user. So... Well, they say that both these guys that took notes could probably end up testifying, Rosen and Donahue, mm. uh, that they could testify before Congress about the interactions, and they may be asked to um, testify in this uh, Georgia case. So it seems, you know, it's, it's surreal because we've had however many years now of Trump, 2015, let's say, is when we all started seeing him every single day, talking about running for mm -hmm. president, and we couldn't get away from him in the news. Yeah. And, yeah, we've had a couple years of quiet or, you know, quieter. It's been great. It, it has been great. 
I don't know what's in those direct buttons. messages, though. I mean, they haven't released that. No, right? they. I saw articles where they kept saying, like, what is it that they're looking for in these DMs? And it was all speculation. Everything that I read was speculation. No one had said, like, this is what we're looking for. Yeah, it could be anything. I don't know if they're looking for anything specific. Well, I thought that the... I just assumed that the Twitter stuff was for the January 6th thing, which I think was maybe part of it. Yeah. But that I could see. Like, what was he saying on January 6th? Was right. he telling people... Yeah, we're going to get the crowd to do this. Yeah, no, don't tell them to calm down. Let's keep them going. Don't yeah. say this. Yeah. I just assumed that if you're going to try and find something damning for one of these indictments on Twitter, it would be the January 6th indictment. Mm -hmm. But he used Twitter all the time, so there could mm -hmm. be damning yeah. stuff all over the place. Also, do you guys think that Elon, since he owns the company now, could say, oh, we don't have access to the stuff he deleted, even if they did? You know, yeah, things that, like that, that was my first thought. Could you, if he, if he wasn't... It's hard to see him complying. If he wasn't quick to turn them over, yeah, then he could just say, like, this is all we've got. Mm-hmm. I could totally see him doing that. Yeah. I mean, I, guess, I could look, see his lawyers. I mean, yes, but I could also see his lawyers being like, "Don't do it." Yeah, you, you're gonna, you don't want to get into this, right? You can't. You're already fighting Zuckerberg. You can't fight, the, right? The well, government. that's off, right? And if you're destroying evidence, is that off? It's off. Zuckerberg said Elon wasn't serious about it, which he wasn't. Of course, you see, wasn't. Elon's. I mean, we talked about it. Elon's like, "Yeah, I'm going to do it. I just have to have a surgery, and then I have to have the doctors. I got to get the okay from the doctors. We'll get an update on after uh, how my health after the surgery." And so Zuckerberg was like, "He's not serious about no. it. It's over." It's like everything else he does, he just says stuff. Right. Well, I don't know, but he did the X thing. I guess we're still reading stories now that say he sent this out on X, mm -hmm. according to X. I hate saying it, but so stupid. It's Trump so said, how dare low-life prosecutor deranged Jack Smith breaking into my Twitter account without informing me and indeed trying to completely hide this atrocity from me. Uh, what could he possibly find out that is not already known? Well, I guess that's the question. Right. What could he find out? That's I guess that's what he looking. wants to find yeah. out. That's why yeah. they're looking, sir. <laughs> looking. And do you think Trump's the type? Do you think there was any messages in there? that he's Absolutely. Like, it's so weird to think about him sending a DM, though. Oh, no way. I he mean, was, I, oh, I know, I know so, he loved Twitter. It just feels like he'd have someone else do it. You know so, what I mean? Oh, no. I feel like he's on that phone. He didn't have someone else check his tweets no, for spelling no, errors. No, you're right. I mean, I get All it. All caps. It's just weird to think about the president sending DMs. Yeah, it was weird to see oh, the president says, send tweets in all caps with yeah, all these spelling errors over right. and over and over. U.S. Special Counsel Jack Smith said he acquired direct messages, including deleted messages. Oh, good, good, good. But do you think that he had any DMs in there with the girls? That's a good question. I mean, and Jack Smith would say that's not relevant to Talking this. Talking to Stormy. So, yeah, so we would never see it. But the only person who might know, I guess, other than Trump, could be Jack Smith as he's going through all these DMs looking for yeah. evidence. Like, yeah, who could he have been talking to girls? Could he have been talking to one of those hot interesting. cabinet members that he yeah. had? You know? Yeah. I saw that, picture, saw that picture of him yesterday. Did you see him where he's out there? He's got like two women that are working for him, and they both just look a lot like his wife. Because mm -mm. they said that she hasn't been around. I just remember like, Hope Hicks. We haven't seen her for a while. My goodness. Yeah, Hope Hicks. Now, she... She complied, she right? She testified. Yeah. I don't want to say that that means that she turned on him. No. I, but it sort but she of did does, testify, I guess. Yeah. yeah, but she testified. So if they have audio of him saying that, I mean, look, I mm. believe he said it. No part of me thinks that Donahue made this up when he wrote it down. Mm -hmm. I, obviously, he worked for him. He wasn't, like, out to get Trump. Right, there was no. a lot of people that worked for him that weren't out to get him that were just like, sir... This is not accurate information. Right, sure. You know, a lot. And I mean, Bill Barr tried to be a Trump guy for as of long course. as he could, but he's like, sir, I, I can't do this. Mike Pence, right? Like, I can't, I can't, I can't overturn the election. It's not constitutional. But it's I still think, I mean, there's still something to be said, snuck on that. Just 
nothing is going to come of this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah Don't sure. we just ex- kind of expect we that? We all kind a of lean bit? towards mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we all just kind of feel that way. And, and we say, like, no one's above the law. No, yes, they are. Yes, they are. I mean, think about it as something as simple as making a deal the with the, the prosecutor. That's, that's how the system runs. Right. And say mm-hmm. you broke a bunch of laws. The people who break even more laws, steal even more money, mm-hmm. sell even more drugs, mm-hmm. their network becomes so huge that when they get arrested, they can make a plea deal right. and say something that should have gotten you 80 years, right. you might only get 10 because right. you turn all these people in. Well, that's special Epstein's treatment, is it not? sentence was like at a resort. Exactly. Because all you have to do, if you have the ability, it's not just how much money do you have, although they usually go hand in hand, mm-hmm. but it's how much can you help us? Who do you know? Who do you know? Who do you know? How can you help us if we can get some other people arrested? And I'm, I'm always torn how I feel about that. Such I understand they need to the do ass. it because it helps get information, but you can't help but look at it and go, well, if I got arrested for the same thing, yeah. I didn't know any of those people, I would have gone to prison for a lot longer yeah. than that guy did. Hmm. So, yeah, no one is under the illusion that it's a equal playing field. No one's field. above the law, my ass. Bull ass. The Church, the Church of Laszlo. What guy? What are you looking at over there? I just... He's driving no. kind of slow. He stopped. Oh, did he? Who? Yeah, it's a, some car down there. He just creeped up around the corner and then just Make stopped nervous? and had the window down a little bit. Yeah, it makes me a little bit nervous. Why? Not you. Because I don't trust people because it's America. Yeah, I don't know. Double pane windows. Yeah. What? We do. Well, so that'll help? That'll keep me safe? Sure. Okay. Well, no, not? can't hurt. Look, I know that we're done, but I, I do just have to tell you guys one Are you going to send me? I, don't, I looked at my tickets. I haven't got a Billy Joel ticket yet. I don't have them yet either. Snow Cone said that they were, I was going to get them. You have to give her your yeah. their email associated with the account. Which I did. Oh, you don't even have your account? No, she she needed a dip. She needed just my tell account. her to send them to me, and I'll give them to him. I, I emailed her. You know I can't do that. I emailed her my uh, info, but... <sighs> what? Look, I mean... <sighs> Slim, come on, help me out. I emailed her my info already. It's okay, so I should be getting them. I gave her the. Well, she just stopped me and asked. I know, you, okay. I know. I don't know why. So I just I sent it again, like yo. I think because someone went on vacation, that was the problem. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, have, have you guys seen this story? This is from Vice News. That's reputable, right? Vice News is not like. Uh, Didn't they file you know, for bankruptcy? Sure, but what's that have to do with anything? I'm saying it's not like one of those weekly tabloids that okay. we used to see back in the day that talked about aliens and stuff. It's a legitimate news outlet, right? They did Vice News on sure. Showtime or one of those. So there's this indigenous group in Peru, and they say that they've, they, they've been uh, being harassed by aliens there, okay? And not only harassed by these aliens, but that one of them tried to kidnap a 15-year-old girl from their tribe. I, th- I think he called it a tribe. I'm not sure. It's an indigenous group. Uh, one of these leaders of the indigenous group said that he shot at one of these aliens a couple times, and he thinks hit this thing a mm. couple times, but all it did, it didn't fall down. Instead, it elevated this is a quote from him. He talked to the radio station down there. He said, these gentlemen are aliens. They seem armored like the Green Goblin from Spider-Man. Ooh, nice. I like that. I shot one twice. It didn't fall. Instead, it elevated and disappeared. This, again, he's the leader of one of these indigenous groups. Was he dr- flying one of those things? They have pumpkin bombs? Their color is Ooh. silver. Cool. Their shoes are round in shape. And with those, they rise up. They float a meter high and have a red light on their heel, he said. Their heads are long. Their mask is long. And their eyes are sort of yellowish. Nice. News of the alleged extraterrestrial attacks quickly spread online. And believers, skeptics, internet sleuths around the world analyzed grainy videos posted by members of this community, I'm which one. they're on Twitter. I'll, uh, Snoke, we need, we'll share these, uh, retweet these uh, videos. The reported sightings came on the heels of U.S. congressional thing where they talked about aliens being real. You know, we talked about that already. But get this 
Members of the Peruvian Navy and police traveled to the isolated community, which is located 10 hours by boat from mm-hmm. the Mayan provincial capital, blah, 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 to investigate this strange disturbance in early August. Last week, authorities announced they figured it out. You guys ready? Yeah. They believe the perpetrators are members of an illegal gold mining gang from oh. Colombia and Brazil using mm. jetpacks. Oh. So literally, the headline says, flying aliens harassing village in Peru are actually illegal miners with jetpacks, okay. according to police. That adds up. <laughs> right? I mean, look, maybe they have these jetpacks. Maybe in Colombia they have them. Maybe we have That'd them here, cool. and the, the military is trying to keep it on the down low because they want to use them. I know they exist. They We've seen videos. They the ones arms. The ones, yeah, where you hold them down. Yeah. Yeah. They use them, like, over water. Yeah. I don't. I've seen them. I, like, I see that guy go from ship to ship with them. Yeah, no, that's becoming, like, a thing now. Well, I mean, they're not like electric scooters no, or anything. No, it's a thing. But, no, yeah, but they yeah. exist. Snow cones got one. Yeah, they certainly exist. Snow cones. It's a thing now. Snow cones. You, know, you don't model. get it. The kids get it. He put one on layaway. You, you know yeah. what? If you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you either know it or you <laughs> don't. So, I mean, look, these illegal miners from Colombia could have jetpacks. I don't know. And maybe they wear And they have protective that stop them from bullets to make their eyes yellow? They need a pumpkin bomb. That I don't get. Why they think their eyes are yellow. I mean, and they also have these masks, so... Yeah, how can you see their eyes? I guess I don't know exactly what they look like. The video's a little grainy, so... But just, to, you know, in case you're curious... I know next, you're scared of aliens. Next time you see an alien, keep in mind, it could be an illegal miner with jetpacks. That's a more logical explanation. Mm-hmm. Probably well, someone, aliens. From, someone from Colombia just here to mine some gold, and they've got jetpacks on. And uh-huh. armor. They're armor, because if you shoot them, they don't go down. So no, I mean, gonna, you probably do have to. If you yeah, are if you a gold miner, exactly, and you have a lot of money, yes, you're probably going to want to. You're dealing in gold, yourself. and I'm guessing there's a lot of you know violence trying to get that gold. Yep, it, I get it. It makes sense. But maybe that's what the aliens want. Maybe, maybe the aliens want the gold. Maybe that somehow you know powers their spaceship. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, gold know. could be rare there, too. Sure. I think there was an alien movie where they were trying to get They were trying gold. to get gold? Is that yeah. true? Uh, oh, yeah. It was Cowboys and Aliens with Harrison Ford, right? Oh, boy. That was a hell of a movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really was. Mm-hmm. Weren't they trying to get gold in that movie? Was no that idea. Don't know. I, I think they wanted gold. I think that's why it was took place in the wild, yeah. old west, wild west, because sure. they were miners. Cowboys and Aliens. Yep, Cowboys and Aliens. Hey, I didn't write the movie and direct it, Lazlo. I know. I didn't make Harrison Ford or James Bond star in it. What's that guy's name? Daniel Craig. Okay. Yeah. Are you really scared of aliens, so really? Oh, well, no, I was I when care. I was a kid. Good show, Norman Osmond. Stay positive, kids. The Church, the Church of Laszlo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 